0: What's up guys and welcome back to Paint Bravely, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. Now, we did want to start off this episode this week, uh, Brent obviously opening his delicious whatever that is, I have no idea, and uh, saying sorry, we're sorry,
1: we're last sorry. week's
0: episode was, uh, was interesting, it was kind of an emergency episode because... We flew to Florida to go to the Warhammer US Open Tournament, and we sat down with our friend Danny from 3D Printed Tabletop, shot an entire podcast, like a real funny, probably the best episode we've ever done, and our first guest on top of that, and all of the audio was weirdly corrupt from the source, from Danny's actual recorder, which, weirdly enough, we were using all day. Um... So, you know, it's just something that happens. I know it kind of threw some people off. So we just we just wanted to say uh, we're sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so last week for episode 39, we took that video footage of us hanging out with Danny and we re-recorded the audio just Casey and I, like the night before the podcast went up. We're just like, oh, we need a podcast, don't we? Because this is an <laughs> audio yeah. format. We don't have any audio. So we, we turned on our equipment. We re-recorded some audio. I have no memory of recording of the second recording of episode thirty nine, so we're sorry. So we know that almost all of episode thirty nine was just a was just a visual gag where we put uh, rushed Mm -hmm. audio over really really nice video of the three of us hanging out, Casey and Brent and Danny, all in the same room, and and we thought it'd be really funny just to put the paint bravely, uh, I cut. You know the the logo over Danny's face, and so and so we got that same gag going of picture of Brent, picture of Casey, <laughs> paint bravely logo right in the middle, and every once in a while you can kind of see gesticulating Danny arms from behind the logo. It was Pretty a funny much. gag, um, I thought so. but that was really all episode thirty nine had to it, as far as I remember. And
0: I mean, it, we recorded it fast, <laughs> like I mean, we're really
1: fast. <laughs> I mean I think it was a pretty good gag. Like as far as yeah, stupid visual yeah. gags go, that's good. Uh but really an episode should have should have more than that in it and we're sorry. So yeah. we're here. We are on episode 40 of Paint Bravely the podcast. It's a it's a fresh podcast. We wrote down some things to talk about today. Um Yeah, yeah, let's go. So I actually <laughs> did want to to bring up something real quick uh that I think we forgot to mention last week okay so when we got together in person down in florida and we forgot to mention this but it turns out we actually like each other and we're actually oh, friends. Yeah. <laughs> and you i know, think that's funny. that's it's, probably the most important that. thing to mention
0: so <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> yeah so there was there was one podcast i listened to like a youtube podcast it was tech yes city and some other uh like computer streamer <laughs> So Uh one of my hobbies from from five, six years back was building custom computers and that hobby kind of burns itself out once you have like a computer for your desk and a computer for your (laughs) TV and then you don't need to build any more computers. Um, But there was a YouTube channel I really liked called Tech Yes City and it's this Australian guy who drives around and, and goes on Gumtree and buys computer parts in Australia and puts together computers and he had, like, a little podcast with an American person who kind of does a similar thing. Yeah, and yeah. for for one episode of their podcast, uh, they were both going to a convention in California. And then right. after that day, their podcast just ended. <laughs> and there was, and there was one episode out. of, of Techia yeah City where the guy's like, yeah, uh, turns out we didn't actually like each other. So we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs>
0: wow. so fear not paint bravely listener uh uh brent and i are uh we're chums we're good old pals uh no big deal you know so i don't know i'm not surprised by that at all like i don't know but uh, it's it's an interesting thing to think about like never having actually met somebody in real life and then then meeting up like what is that dynamic actually like right because that could have been could have been awkward but it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh
1: yeah. yeah rest assured rest assured
0: <laughs> we're not going anywhere <laughs> i think that was
1: i think that was the most important message from the lost episode 39 uh right. i think the other message was to support danny's kickstarter but that's uh that's, that's true. done now
0: <laughs> uh although i think late pledges are still open yeah uh, from the the yeah, lost because...
1: adventures and i forgot the subtitle of this one i think the subtitle is more important on this one the lost it's, it's adventures the, volume the one. Three. i said it
0: last time several yeah, times okay
1: well, well let's move <laughs> on with today's episode casey what, are we, what right. are we talking about today fresh start
0: uh a lot of the stuff today i know there's some stuff that we've been doing but because we recorded so quickly after the last one because the video thing we haven't had that like same amount of time in between um so there's there's some stuff that we've kind of been up to. I think I've been up to a little bit more than Brent has, but you know, whatever. Uh otherwise, we have some new stuff that we want to talk about. Um and I guess I'll start since I have more stuff. But I'm I'm uh so I'm well underway with my Osiark Bone Reapers eBay army. So I've got I've got a massive, pretty massive army that I bought for 150 bucks. And uh somebody sent me a Nagash in the mail and I, I don't remember who it was or course, I would mention it. But so, so the, the actual army is well over 2000 points and it looks like hot garbage. Like that, the Nagash actually looked pretty good. Uh, but the, the, the bone reapers were just trashed. So I've been spending a lot of time stripping paint, getting a bunch of stuff ready for those. And I'm pretty excited because it's, it's like a 2000 point army that I just, Kind of picked up randomly. That's that's not something you see every day. So I like that.
1: Good. Yeah. Hey, looking forward to seeing what happens. And it, it makes it a little more interesting if you you run into some surprises with uh, poor assembly and, and nasty old caked on paint and all that.
0: Well, one of the one of the things I'm gonna have to mention that I'm not gonna go back and fix is that one of the uh, like harbingers or whatever they're called uh the big floaty winged ghostly skeleton dudes uh the arms are like upside down like the hands are backwards and upside down holding the staff so it's Mm -hmm. like uh yeah like how you would hold a snake i presume with you know or or a loaf of bread with your hands out (laughs) right so
1: were the uh the hands actually on the wrong side of the body because i've I've looked at some of my old models from, you know, eighth grade or whatever. I've definitely done that to some goblins, (laughs) like just a goblin has a spear in the wrong hand. And then I look closely and like that is that is the mirror image of the hand that should be on that side of the body, you know?
0: Yes, they're absolutely on the the incorrect. In fact, this hand, it looks stupid and the armor is like upside down on, on each arm. It's like the whole arm is actually I think they just put the wrong arms on the wrong sides. You know, at least it's, like, with, it's hard uh, to tell from far away, but up close, it looks stupid.
1: At least with you know undead creations, you can sort of justify that uh, you know the bones got all mixed up. You, you, yeah, you, there's ways around it. If there's just a goblin whose thumb is like on the, in the wrong place, you know, yeah,
0: it's a little bit harder. I've I've done that. Uh, I think one of my orcs in my orc army has a hand that's backwards it's like he's got two left arms or something It happens, but it like somehow hey. fits <laughs> yeah
1: the left arms had all the good weapons in that kit i i understand it's for real yeah i understand yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you need two sluggers well sorry <laughs> let's get to two left arms <laughs> that's how that works oh man Certainly. yeah uh speaking of orcs i bought a lot of orcs i mean i have a lot of orcs <laughs>
1: Right. but, uh,
0: but those new orcs came out, <laughs> and you I bought
1: Did I you bought them. okay, okay, I, I
0: bought those orcs,
1: uh-huh yeah
0: this this week has been a week, man, like, I've spent some money, this a week, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad i I mean i'm glad well i mean sort of. I'm, I'm, I'm glad
1: <laughs> sorry i should rephrase that i am glad that you have been doing stuff to fill out time on this podcast because <laughs> right. i spent like Otherwise. three days in the past seven playing minecraft which i mean we can get into there's there's some parallels here but
0: uh sure sure parallels um i'm i've uh never played minecraft okay i I think it
1: does appeal to a lot of the same things that, that building and, you know, crafting, crafting appeals to. Sure. It's like a, like a computer generated landscape of, you know, all the bricks of, of dirt and stone and lava and water and everything. And yeah, you just run around, you pick up those bricks and you rearrange them however you want. And you end up with a, with a nice little pagoda, you know, a Uh a nice little village or, or in my case, your friends make a nice little village and right next to the nice little village, you build a gigantic, geometrically perfect skyscraper with lava flowing down it. Because, um just to show off. Because that's what you do, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I can see, I can see how that'd be fun playing with other people in like a like the same the same server kind of a deal. Oh yeah. Uh Otherwise, like, how many armies have you finished, Brent? What are we What are we talking about here, Casey? Come on. <laughs>
1: saying <laughs> finished zero you know this Come on, zero don't be i'm like ninth yeah.
0: for the year it's fine no I, I don't know like i i get the idea i don't like building models per se like i like painting them and stuff mm-hmm. but i've never really enjoyed the the sitting down and building it's like i like legos which i feel like that's more of what i would say is At least what I've seen of Minecraft is like, well that that feels like Yeah, I something. A lot of this all
1: goes together. It's it's getting some idea in your head, some vision of something that you want to create, a way that you want it to look. And then yeah, getting getting involved with the sort of tactile minutiae of putting it together and solving the little problems and uh and making it come to life. So that's yeah, that's mini painting, that's Minecraft, that's Legos. You know, all yeah. this stuff uh, appeals to a lot of the same people, I think. Oh, so. for sure.
0: Yeah. No, it definitely does. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't been playing video games nearly as much as I'd like to. Like, I have purchased lots of video games over the last two years. Uh, like, I'm still buying games on Steam. still buying, you know, PlayStation games or Xbox games whatever. And I just literally haven't even picked up a controller to play a game. Like I, I, so it was Labor Day a few days ago, right? Uh, my son didn't have school, so I took him over to the GameStop Mm. and I was like, oh, let's, let's pick out a a fun game. So I picked out one of the, you know, like a Lego, uh, game. Uh, what was it? The Incredibles Disney Lego game, right? Okay. It's like, this, this seems fine. He likes all these things, you know, put them all together. And like, that is the first game I've played in like two years and it was like for 20 minutes <laughs> nice yeah it's not great i have a problem it's a good
1: release but once in a while and uh you, you know my what minecraft i'd actually recommend minecraft a okay. uh, you know serious recommendation but that's that, that's not what this channel's about but uh that, that's true. you know if it were about hey. video games we could definitely we could definitely
0: get into it <laughs> yeah welcome to mine bravely where you can learn to build and lava yeah. and stuff so yeah.
1: so every once in a while while i was playing minecraft uh the the doorbell would ring and i'd get like a, a mail delivery so i i did buy myself some monument hobbies monumental pro-acryl paints this week pro-acryl and so yeah. those, those showed up in the mail nice and timely and i also got myself an order from michigan toy soldier i got some uh Mig ammo enamel washes, enamel panel Ooh. liner, that kind of stuff. Which so, uh,
0: which washes did you pick up?
1: Well, I I'm uh, glad uh, you standard asked.
0: Standard rust wash.
1: Uh, I don't. Think I just I did. picked I up a, black a mig wash, wash. I got a dark wash. I got a brown. Hold on, this one might be rust. <laughs>
0: there's one that's rust like effect. Yeah, there's like a streaking rust effect that is. I accidentally bought a second bottle of the other day. <laughs> All right, like. I went to the I went to the hobby shop and I'm like, I need some more MIG stuff. I need I need to grab some more of this uh, enamel wash stuff, you know, and I'm like, ooh this one looks great. And I like I came home and the other bottle of it is still on my desk unopened. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, great. I forgot. (laughs) Like, yeah, it looked looked good a month ago, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 So uh, I think we've talked about this before, but my my local shop has Army Painter stuff and Citadel stuff and mm-hmm. there's good stuff in both of those lines but sometimes you just want to go out there and get yourself a whole bunch of different enamel washes and I haven't tried these yet but uh, I did just start trying the Pro Acryl paints mm, and yeah. so far so good have you have you yeah. dug into yours yet
0: uh so I actually just got uh the the standard paint set from Pro Acryl hey, in the too. mail like yeah it was, I was I think I got mine like a couple couple weeks ago um, I've set all of them up They're They're actually on my desk and ready to go. I've opened like three of them and okay. I haven't used any of them through an airbrush yet. I've only actually used them with a paintbrush and so far I've been pretty happy with it. Uh, they blend really nicely. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're pretty opaque and they have a good consistency. Like they're a little more, uh, I guess, thinned down feeling than other yeah. paints, but like they still feel good. They, say yeah. it, they they're more like Vallejo than, than Citadel.
1: No, they're, uh, but they feel good. They're they're more thin down than Vallejo, I'd, more, I'd more put than them thin, yeah. uh, I'd put them closer to Reaper, but not quite as thin as, as Reaper is where I'd put them, and uh, yeah, so they come with little glass beads in there, but I I you know spent some time taking off the they've got an inner seal they're shipped with an inner <laughs> yeah. seal so I spent some time yeah. taking off the inner seal putting an extra glass bead into each of them shaking them all up, oh, and really. uh, I've been I've been working on a set of Relic Blade minis. So yeah. Yeah, we we mentioned this I think last week uh again you, memory memory reading pretty the rule hazy. book for the first
0: time in your whole life. So <laughs> that was uh that was a huge revelation. So yeah. you finished the rule book?
1: Yeah, I was reading like a supplemental rule book today actually for for Relic ah,
0: supplemental even. Oh, yeah,
1: they, they've got well, it's more of the setting book, you know, the a little bit of the lore, there's a little bit more more art in there. Okay. Okay. And
0: branching out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ordinarily the the war-torn fantasy landscape, like uh, the, <laughs> the alternate 1600s where a portal is was a opened in the bottom of the sea and uh, okay, you look just <laughs> what many but but this case was like all right, yeah, okay, this is this is a decent setting. I like it, but it goes it goes along really nicely with the art, which I really do like, and the art really goes with the models very nicely and the you know the the character cards for the actual gameplay are beautiful and like a lot of the rules are on the cards themselves
0: and oh, so it makes so the rule book
1: easy I, to read easy to understand yes. yeah um I might have to check that out then I didn't realize they had like
0: uh cards like that that's cool
1: yeah there's there's actually some decent crossover with the X-Wing miniatures game which I think I saw that you were getting um, into too but it gotta, yeah, gotta relic be blade, up, yeah. <laughs> yeah relic blade the game i have not yet to play a game but i'm actually like trying to recruit some local friends because i actually like and this is a weird thing for me normally <laughs> normally it is uh ethereal like someday i'll play this game someday yeah. some random yet to be defined person will want to play right. this game with me and, uh, well, I guess I better have some painted minis for that, for that occasion, which may happen someday. I mean, and that's, I that's said like that being... to
0: myself about like kill team, then it happened. So I'm just Whoa. saying, Hey, yeah.
1: Well, there you go. So, so that is just the motivation that you need to, to have a purpose in painting a fun little kill team. And so uh-huh. normally for me too, that's, it's like the, the framework, the justification for, yeah getting getting this little team together and getting it painted up um but yeah like i said relic blade this is one case where i i actually want to play this game it actually looks like fun so we'll see we'll see but um but I yeah mean- it, it it so far it feels almost a a combination between the video game darkest dungeon where you have a a group of like four archetypes you got your you know your your bounty hunter and your your knight and your witch doctor or whatever um so it's a it's a little bit of that and it's also a little bit of the x wing miniatures game just the way that you uh kind of have upgrade cards to go with uh you know these very various characters and the way that you know the the mini is a big part of it but then the rules for that mini are mostly contained in a card and then a couple of upgrades for it but yeah sweet that's
0: yeah, not bad uh well since you mentioned it uh mm-hmm. I did end up finally after years of like looking at it you know and wanting to get it I I bought a, a little bit of that x-wing uh miniatures game nice. so i bought the the base set uh, apparently there's a new version out looks exactly the same as the old version yeah I don't know uh, I'm not quite sure what the difference is yet. I think I may have screwed myself over because I bought some other ships too, and it's like now I don't know if they're version one or version two. I don't know if there's I don't know somebody down in the comments if there's any place to go for like clarification or if you just have okay, a quick. So, so here's my understanding: that,
1: the the last I knew there was like two editions of X Wing. Yeah. 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 And um. So the ships themselves are fine through any edition. And what they did for the second edition is they kind of had like an upgrade pack where they had the the spinners and the upgrade cards that are all the rules for the second edition. And so somewhere, and, and, and that changeover happened a couple of years ago. So probably oh, okay. most of the stuff that's like new in store these days is second okay. edition, but... You know that would be great. Double check because
0: yeah. uh, the way that I saw it was like I bought uh so so like I bought the base set. I bought a Tide bomber and then I bought uh uh the slave one, right? Because mm-hmm. of course you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then then I was like reading through and it's and it was like oh this this ship, right. It was like the, in the packaging, like this is good for version two. And then it wasn't in the other one, but then like the stuff you're talking about was, so I guess it is like, I don't know. That freaked me out. Cause it, then it's like, great. Like, did I just go and spend a bunch of money for no reason at all? And like the store just has this old stock and they're just jerks like for not mentioning anything, you know? Cause I hate that. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous.
1: So, so are you planning on doing any repaints or are you just having fun with the actual miniature game for, for Star Wars X-wing.
0: I mean, to be honest, like the paint jobs are really good, pretty good. So, like, no, I'm not going to be repainting these because I will do a worse job. <laughs> like, that's
1: that's how I feel too. <laughs> yeah, they've they've yeah. got their system there
0: yeah like whatever they're doing it's working because they look yeah they've just
1: got the right uh like the right gray primers on there they know exactly which panels of the armor plates to actually paint they know how you know a little bit of dry brushing a little bit of panel lining i think and whatever they're doing yeah they've got they've got a system that looks really good on these star wars ships for the x-wing miniature game yeah
0: oh yeah I, I mean, I have a feeling it's probably because a lot of Star Wars is so lived in that like a little bit of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, over paint or a little bit of excess oil wash or whatever their their panel liner was that that didn't get cleaned up or, just, you know, like a little bit yeah. of grime just yeah. works with the universe. So it's like it doesn't yep. even matter that the paint job isn't 100 percent, but it looks just like out of the movie. So it's great. Mm-hmm. Right. This works. So, yeah, like no way I'm, I'm going to repaint any of them. Like that—that that would be ridiculous. Uh, I know people do. I've seen it, but I just—I yeah. don't see why.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's a fun uh, game. I, I mean, played. I, you know, I've—it's been a couple of years since I've played, but it's a—it's a really fun system. They yeah. Uh, so there's you know there's the ships that represent your starfighters, and each person has a couple, depending on you know how big the game is. And there's these little like, I don't know, like decoder rings, essentially yeah. where you. You you and your opponent each decide like which direction your ships are going to turn and how far they're going to go and and what they're going to do. And then you kind of each secretly lock in orders for for your starfighters. Right. So you can't just
0: be like, no, I was turning. I was going (laughs) to (laughs) turn. No, you weren't.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. So like your X-Wing has has an options of, you know, it can it can do a hard left turn or a hard right turn and you know this is how far it can go and so the, all those options are on the little decoder ring and so you kind of secretly lock in your orders for each ship and you each assign that and then it's yeah it's pretty fun to you know on the on the turnover of the turn to then see where everybody ends up and if any ships crash into each other and <laughs> you know if you're if you got That's somebody good. on your tail or if you're in a good firing position it's it's a fun game um yeah i don't know I, I didn't i didn't play it enough to see if like y- you eventually get into the you know super optimized setup of like you know just x-wings aren't even good and the only thing you want <laughs> is like a, right. Uh, the right super weird e-wing that they had to release and like i noticed but-
0: that well, i started going like a little bit deeper in like looking on ebay you know for lots of just ships right because it's like Man, if I don't have to paint these and I can just collect Star Wars ships, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll do that. That's that's right. sweet because these are not that expensive for for models. Yeah. You know, like even the even the they're the like fifteen dollars for, yeah.
1: for a nicely painted Y wing.
0: You know, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's quality. Like the plastic is hard. It's not it's not like cheap. It doesn't feel cheap. You know, it does it's not like that bendy garbage. I think
1: it is. You know, PVC, it felt, felt But good. yeah, it, it uh, yeah. it's not. Mostly it's not bit. Be- bendy mostly
0: i mean at least the ones that i've got aren't too bad uh the x-wing was a little iffy but it it also had the the actual moving like x-wing so like you know it kind of made up for it a little bit uh so i don't know i wasn't i was i was pretty impressed overall um but yeah like uh there's a lot of ships man like they released a lot of weird crap for this game like to fill out that that whole thing yeah
1: yeah, I mean, for for some games, you just make up a different type of space marine, and for Star Wars, like once you've once you've done yeah. X, Y, B, and A wings, then you're making stuff <laughs> what, up. Where are you like, gonna <laughs>
0: go? Did they though? I wonder, like, how much of it is is in canon somewhere?
1: I mean, you know, the the various books and stuff will occasionally make up a new ship to, you know, for, for sure, the author sure. can have a little bit of fun with it or or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> and and I gotta say like the 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 mandalorian and the various cartoons and stuff are doing a pretty good job of introducing new vehicle types and then putting them alongside tie fighters and then having them show up enough time so they're like okay this is a this is a vehicle in the star wars universe now right so they're they're actually doing a pretty good job <laughs> with that uh, that's
0: that's a good point actually i didn't really think about that uh yeah um so I'm, I glad know, I gotta, I'm glad you're just, having fun uh, with
1: X-Wing. That's awesome. That's...
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, it's right now. It's like that kind of like collecting discovery phase, right? Uh, I haven't even, I, I did punch out all the, the little chits and all the stuff. Um, So the box is like good to go now. Uh-huh. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I will actually get to play it. Uh, now, the interesting thing is, so, you know, that, that candy skirmish game I was talking about, like, I don't know, a month ago or so. Uh, I was like working on this rando skirmish game idea with my wife. You don't remember that at all? Yeah, okay. You no, kind of, no, yeah, do. There you no, go. I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've been expanding on that. And I've actually started to write things down. It's it's gone into new territory and new other things, right? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to go too in depth with that because it's. I think it's still a long way off. But it's a weird thing that's just kind of organically starting to happen, which I, I find pretty interesting. Um, but now, you know, I, I, in, in talking mechanics and certain other things, um, she's, she's becoming interested in skirmish games because that's kind of the idea. Right. And it's like, well, you need to play skirmish games in order to understand skirmish games. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's partially why I picked that up. Cause I'm like, okay, well, I got kill team. I I got war cry. I got like, you know, uh, I, I did the, what was it one page rules? has a bunch of stuff. Um yeah, I've been I've been picking up skirmish games left and right. So, yeah, this is just another one on top of that to kind of go through. Um Yeah, so I'm kind of excited for that. That's again, like I think it's going to be a long long-term long-burn kind of thing, but uh there's a very small possibility <laughs> that we'll end up with a game on the other end of that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like well, I got to say uh that the initial phases of picking up a, a smaller, easier to learn game are a lot of fun. Like the yeah. like the first couple of games of X Wing that you play or or something like that are really fun. Or or magic or, or anything else. It's yeah. just the yeah. discovery phase of like, oh yeah, this is really cool. Oh yeah. Like like A wings are gonna be my thing. Oh yeah. Like you <laughs> know that <laughs> yeah. uh, that that is a lot of fun. Like once you and I don't know if this is a problem with every game, but uh, yeah, kind of kind of once you've gone through the initial discovery and you're starting to be like, oh, the best strategy is just to take the Millennium Falcon and give it every upgrade possible. Like once you get to that phase where everybody is running the the fat Han uh, list, you know, that, then that you, is literally my next step. No,
0: no <laughs> joke. It, I, they didn't have it at the store. They had the slave one. They didn't have Millennium Falcon. So I I couldn't get that yet. Um, but that was going to be the plan because obviously that it I've seen it before. Like I've seen all these stuff, these things in person. Like I, I've been to a, you know, a, a tournament where tons of people are playing X-Wing. It looks awesome. They even have this like little 3d on little pylon asteroids that you can set up all over the field. And they're like actual 3d printed asteroids. They look rad. It's like, I want I want to play that. So, you know, one of, uh,
1: One of Luke Geek Gaming... Actually, this is back from the Luke's APS days, but one of the videos that he made and then just deleted on a whim... Luke does this a lot, (laughs) by the way. He did. Luke Luke will just every once in a while get frustrated with, like, the camera that he had back for a certain video and just delete it from the internet. Uh, But one of the lost Geek Gaming videos is he took, uh, like, lava stones from, Uh you know, a gardening shop and just put them on stands and just painted them up a little bit. And they are amazing asteroids for X-Wing. Yeah. And so he, yeah. I yeah.
0: think I remember that video.
1: But, but there's, there's so much cool stuff you could do with, yeah, it, it's kind of unexplored territory for the most part of space debris terrain for miniatures gaming, right, there's, like a, three there's dimensional. a lot of creativity
0: mm-hmm. to unlock there, but yeah. I mean I, it, the three dimensional space is interesting actually um i mean they they're not taking advantage of that it's still it's still all played two dimensionally hmm. but there's something there i don't I don't know if there is any type sure. of, of game that does that at three dimensions maybe it's too many variables but uh could be cool <laughs> oh, oh a game huh. I, of course I can't remember what it's called right now you know i have a picture of my phone i was at okay so i was at my i was at my hobby shop right uh-huh. and i found a naval skirmish game like it's just navy boats you build mm-hmm. them you play it on the water and then you can like offload dudes onto land and there's like pirates and stuff some weird i forget what it's called but it look I was supposed to send you the picture. We've been
1: we've been getting a lot of suggestions for naval skirmish games and I've been stockpiling yeah. them. And th- like I said when the day comes that day is going to come and we're going to we're going to get into it hard. I'm going to get into it hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's called Blood and Plunder. That's the thing I've heard of before. Yeah. Okay, it, I just there was this random shelf that was like yeah. Like, on the floor, basically. Like, it was one of those, like, half shelves. And it's mm-hmm. just filled with all this stuff. And I'm like, there are a whole bunch of boats in here. Like, frigates and pirates that you can have. And they're, like, offloading on the land. And, it was like, it was this whole thing. I don't know. Just seemed like it would totally appeal to you. Like, I don't know about the pirate thing, but the like, boat thing seemed rad.
1: They look cool. Dude. On Twitter today I saw uh from Mantic Games, apparently they just have an armada game. And so Really? I I just saw some pictures of like elven uh trimarines today or uh like okay. yeah, it's just like oh, <laughs> Oh what's ooh <laughs> or catamaran, that's what that's the word I'm looking for. Elven okay, catamaran yeah. as like ooh.
0: That's so random.
1: That's uh <laughs> that is tempting right there. But look we gotta we gotta get off of this before I start, you know, I know, I know. buying things off of Mantic.com during this podcast. I mean what they got? they've
0: got some sweet minis, dude. Like Mantic makes a lot of good stuff. Like they've been proxy like a proxy company for a lot of other games for a long time, just because they make good stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, all right, well since we're let's let's take a few steps back, we we're talking about x-wing uh i also bought finally i bought the dice for gaslands because i don't have any dice for gaslands and they they use special dice so again just adding to that kind of skirmish collection um yeah so picked up some of that some uh some of the markers for for that too like some mdf markers that were well painted so you know building out the collection like i said i spent just a stupid amount of money this week like i bought so much dumb crap like okay uh like my foam for my kill team box came in because i I, I, i've been foaming out all my big boxes so Mm -hmm. you know it's got all the terrain which i painted by the way like the first day i got it um it's all it's looking good but it's it's all nice and like in its laser cut place right now and you know everything in the box like it's good man it's good to have the foam I like it a lot. It's it's actually helping. I I saw a game of Curse City, cause like I, I've been I've been thinking about my foam in that box and like really want to play Curse City now. <laughs> like, it actually doesn't look too hard. <laughs> I don't okay. know, man. I'm all over the place.
1: <sighs> yeah. We just gotta you, you gotta focus down. You know, by by this time, two weeks from now, I want you to have played a game of X Wing. First, first things first. Okay. Get okay. yourself a game of X Wing in there. Uh we'll we'll get to Kill Team and Cursed City later, maybe. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be playing a a couple of games of Kill Team coming up here.
1: Uh, okay. I played one okay. last week
0: too. That was okay. pretty good. Uh so you know, and I, I yeah, I also got the the compendium for Kill Team because I needed that. You know, to build build more, kill kill team. Yeah gotta have that
1: well okay so you've been having yeah. some pretty good purchases um i'll say so far so good with the the pro acryl paints you know yeah i was yeah. i was going through them and man for for the first couple of colors i was like wow this is you know the best paint i've ever used and then i and then i did get really? to one that was like okay yeah this isn't very good but it's
0: pretty fine yeah it's <laughs> yeah, like okay
1: that the spell is broken this is Many That's of nice. the paints in here are quite good, but it's not, yeah, it's not, uh, yeah. not the be all end all, but has like, this jade is really good. Ooh, this blue is really lot. good. And then the mahogany, I didn't like that much. It was, it was, uh, yeah. not, not behaving for me, but Hey, pretty interesting, pretty good line of paint. I'm going to keep using them. We'll report back later.
0: I essentially bought, I got the set specifically for that jade color. It's good. It looks awesome. Also, uh, the last time I talked to Uncle Adam, he told me that the white, just pure white from Procrill, is better mm-hmm. than white ink.
1: That's hey, what he told. We'll me. Give it a shot.
0: Don't know if it's true.
1: We will report back to you <laughs> on a lot of different topics. Um, but for now right. we gotta we gotta move on.
0: We got what are we talking about today, Casey? We got a topic of the day. Uh, oh, so the topic for today, because it's very timely, is is technically Warhammer Plus because that just came out and we've both been, uh, you know, doing our research, doing our due diligence, going yeah, through watched, everything uh, on the platform. hours of
1: content that it released with Literally, and uh, we're yeah, ready to uh, talk about it,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's actually, so, uh,
1: we, we should say yeah. we're recording this on the, uh, I guess the third Wednesday that it's been out or the... It's, second it's had two kind of weekly releases it has it's had its initial offering and it's and we've just had the second wednesday worth of content releases for it so now there's yes. a total of like yeah three and a half hours of content on the platform something like that
0: uh, uh to put it if there are three episodes of everything okay or whatever they put up you know of the shows that they started with there are now three so yeah, yeah um i kind of I wrote some stuff down for kind of each thing. Um, Do you want to just run down each piece and talk about the platform? Or do you want to start with the overall platform itself?
1: You know, as far as we plan out these uh, episodes of Paint Bravely, the podcast, I thought we should probably focus more on the the Masterclass series and then we'll try to kind of breeze through the other shows maybe quicker first. But uh, you want to jump in and talk about the,
0: the animations quick there, Casey? Um, I guess, uh, yeah, maybe we can start with there and just be real quick about it. Um, I got through most of the actual, like, uh, the actual, like, cartoon animated one, the the first episode.
1: Hammer and, and I, didn't, I
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't actually finish that. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Like, it wasn't really grabbing me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I did watch all of the Blood Angels one. Yep. Uh, I thought there was some cool stuff in that. Yeah. But again, I don't know. Like There's something about Space Marines in general. (laughs) Like, the way that they communicate with each other, the lack of actual humanity and character in literally every character really makes it hard to care at all about what happens.
1: This this could be a very quick segment because I agree with everything you're saying here Casey yeah.
0: <laughs> so I mean the the one character I liked I thought was the the ship's captain yes in that the chick right like there everybody in Casey. that room like okay that that's all right I like what's going on in this room yeah. you know in the on the bridge right mm-hmm. <laughs> like every good Star Trek right and like the bridge is where it's at and why are we looking at these guys over here like I don't care yeah. They all hate each other anyways. Like, the one dude didn't even want to talk to other people. What kind of character? Okay. Anyways.
1: I know. I know. I know. So, uh, just just backing up here. So, they've got two animated series out right now. As of this recording, they each have three episodes. Three episodes. So, and each episode is about 18 minutes long. Yeah. So, like 15 to 18 minutes. There's Hammer and Bolter, which is an animated kind of anthology of short stories, essentially.
0: Okay, so, I wasn't sure if it was, like, anthology or not. Yeah.
1: I don't know if that's the right word, but so far the, all of the three episodes appear to be unconnected, except for the fact that right. so far all three episodes have been in the 40K universe. Um I think they're eventually going to have stuff in, like, Age of Sigmar, but so far it's just been 40K for all of them. I mean, Hammer that, and
0: but, Bolter, yeah, I could see that yeah. being both
1: yeah uh yeah so they you know they're short stories they're animated i don't know i guess you can call it like uh 80s 90s saturday morning cartoon style like yeah you know, a little bit of like he man <laughs> or, or something like but that like, in kind of but a... like
0: not as good <laughs> the
1: yeah the the mouth animations are pretty bad like when they're like when they're talking if you're not going to sync up the audio with the moving mouth don't zoom in on the moving mouth like
0: yeah like that's right like you're trying to be cinematic and you're trying to get that shot yeah and it's like i could totally see how in a still frame this looks great (laughs) like but i think it's i think it's okay though
1: like it's 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 okay. So I'm not going to yeah, I'm we're not going to complain too much about it. Like the they tried to do some fun stuff with the stories. They're okay. Uh-huh. Um the the nice thing about like the short story format is that you can have a lot of twists and turns in 18 minutes. Uh you can yeah. have main characters die, you can have uh betrayals, you can have uh like oh this this is what the story is about moments uh uh-huh. yeah and so it looks like they're using that aspect of the of the format of short stories but they're they're okay i mean i yeah i didn't i didn't get too into
0: any of them but yeah i watched them they're, they're all right yeah like some of some of the 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 animation style in the the blood angels one like it's, it's' interesting like the the aesthetic of it like because they're kind of mixing two yeah. d and three d stuff um and they're really focusing on like more of almost like graphic novel uh aesthetics mm-hmm. where it's like if you took a still frame of this it looks cool you put everything together and some of it kind of falls apart a little bit um the the honestly the the only actual complaint like actual complaint that I have um is that the sound design is pretty bad. Like, like the sound of the bolters the sound of the bolters the sound of, of, of e- almost everything. It, there's a lot of generic stuff um, mm. or there's just not enough. It's like, like someone gets shot. So you put in bullet sound and that's like it. It's like, well, yeah. there's no thud, there's no wind, there's no mm. oomph, there's no, you, you know what I mean? Like, like when, when you're watching a good animated film, or like just a, any kind of cartoon, like they they have to fill all that stuff in, right? Yeah. Um. It seems like a lot of that stuff is just missing. Like they just didn't add all of the sound effects
1: in. Yeah, I got I got some of that. So yeah, this is the Angels of Death show, I think. Yeah. And it is yeah. uh yeah it's the it's the Blood Angel one, but the the animation is much more like uh a nice a uh, trailer for a video game sort of animation. Like it's yeah. like high quality renders. Uh, the lighting effects are pretty good. They, uh-huh. uh, um, and yeah, they're, they're doing the stylized sort of Sin City look where it's black and white. Yeah. And with well, like red. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know if I would have chosen that style, but I think for some of the shots, it looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, I think it, I think it all looks very good. Like, I think the animation on that is, is really good. The, the, like I said, the, the lighting effects playing off of like these high resolution shapes all looks pretty sweet. Um, and the, the general story is that there's, uh, what a sword of Bale, a Space Marine battle barge in space above a planet, and down on the planet, there's some Space Marines fighting some Gene Stealer cult.
0: Is, Essentially, yeah, in a yeah, in a is, nutshell,
1: is is basically the story. And the man, I'm I'm right there with you. Like there's scenes on the bridge of the Space Marine battle barge, and it's a pretty sweet lady captain, and she's got her team of just not mutants but uh they're all like machine guns. yeah they all have like something about
0: them too that i I like right like i don't know they all feel more human than like the actual like people in the show it's so weird man
1: yeah Uh. So, so the bridge team is just yeah humans with like weird implants and yeah the like everybody's the kind of messed gothic up feel of the space marine or it's not space marine the spaceship design. it's like yeah. the first time I've really seen it and understood what they're going for, and it seemed cool. Right, like yeah, yeah, it it seems like a gothic eighteen hundreds building in space.
0: Yeah. A-, a cathedral and floating with in space. Techno- yeah, a
1: cathedral <laughs> in space with weird technology everywhere and floating servo skulls. And yeah. for the first time, for the, like, seriously, the very first time, I've been like, okay, I guess I can see how this is cool. Like, it is right. <laughs> it has made this stupid, stupid, stupid idea seem cool for the first time ever yeah, in my I'm, history I'm totally of, of being aware of Battlefleet Gothic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. I have a uh, somebody sent me a bunch of blood angel stuff and I've been kind of thinking about, well, you know, like a a bunch of blood angels stuff I could put together. Uh, I painted my fist in, you know, I got all this cool stuff. And One of the things was a a very well done uh, drop pod, Hmm. you know, now I'm kind of like, okay, like I could see how I could take some, you know, from from this animation, like even if I'm not way into it, it's like there's some stuff in here like I didn't realize that that any other faction besides the sisters of battle used like the little cherub servitors like i I didn't know that sure but like before they were going down these little cherubs are like buffing out their armor and just going yes yes go down <laughs> defeat the enemy and all this like cool it's funny like it was funny Um, uh, so i don't know like some stuff like that I could play into that you know yeah that like the fun. the really
1: weird stuff that
0: i gotta say i didn't
1: understand how it fit in or understand (laughs) like yeah it just wasn't fitting into my head into like a cohesive picture for the past 20 years but yeah watching this couple episodes of an 18 minute animated show i was like okay the the gothic buildings in space i get it it's still weird but the weirdness is cool in this context i have right like, I've watched all three episodes. I have no idea what the plot is in space with, like, what the spaceships are doing. Uh, I, I mean, we don't need to get into well, spoilers. Like, I understand okay, that yeah. there's, like, borders <laughs> on the ship. But, like, why some ships are shooting at other ships right now, no idea. No okay. idea. We'll talk about just, it
0: later. Just, just, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I think I'm think I on board with what's going on right, right.
1: Somebody's betraying somebody, but uh, whoever, like, nobody's... Sh- <laughs> whatever whatever yeah yeah uh, yeah some some gothic Dude with ships the are gotta... shooting at other gothic ships right now and, yeah. <laughs> and, and the plot points are not uh
0: <laughs> and and one of the one of the one of the blood angels yeah. on on the actual planet was like that's that spaceship fire coming from space they're having a battle like legitimately it's like i hear this with my elven ears like no joke stops in the middle of them like killing stuff and then goes i i know there's a space battle happening right now so
1: (laughs) i mean this is this is a problem that i do not think can ever be solved space marines are terrible characters like the the animations of them fighting is like okay that's kind of cool like oh yeah that was brutal like he, he totally chopped that guy's head off but um, uh, the chainsword the, as characters, the worst. Wow, they're they are they're unsalvageable. Like the yeah. the very first scene in that show is uh, ah, chief librarian, and they're like, "I am brother before any other rank," and then they just start calling each other brother, 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 brother. We go into combat, brother. Oh, We're it, it's honor, brother. Like, Perbs the heretic, on one brother. Hand- like. i get how somebody could you know what i'm gonna say i don't think i've said this this, uh podcast before episode 40 space marines as characters are dialogue they are unsalvageable (laughs) unsalvageable they are just a concept for an entire class of characters you cannot do anything
0: earning that explicit warning in this one yeah sorry i gotta calm down you gotta calm down
1: (laughs) it's okay Okay, you have yeah, come to me down. About, I got to calm you, you talk down. talk about the
0: the battle report show uh, for a
1: little while, Casey. You, you talk about okay. The so
0: like, so I I I'm usually okay. We're just gonna moving on. I'm usually pretty into battle reports. I like to watch uh like guerrilla, uh, miniature games that kind of thing. Like uh, he does good stuff. Um, uh, rerolling ones. They've got some cool stuff. Like you know, there's there's always like a playful banter between characters in a show. You know, and obviously on YouTube, it's like. Okay, people that you just know, right? And they're just friends with each other and they're having a good time playing a game. But, you know, you grow accustomed to kind of, of seeing that and going, oh, they're playing so-and-so today. This is going to be funny, whatever. You know, they're playing this army. And 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 it gives you a sense of like you're, being, you're in the room with old friends and you're playing a game together. Like, like battle reports can be really fun. That being said, the battle reports on Warhammer Plus are stale, like real bad. They're short. They're like half an hour, which is good. It's a good actual like time limit to do a battle report, but I don't think you're really getting much from it. And I'm I'm, like, I, I wrote this down earlier. I was kind of like, you know, battle reports are, are not good right now, but I think that's because these people don't know each other yet. Hmm. I don't think they they're comfortable being in front of a camera yet. In fact, I'd say that's, a majority of the problem with any of the live stuff on the platform right now is that this is so new to everyone that they're just really trying to get used to it. Yeah. Like they, they don't know what they're doing. So trying to be perfect with the rules, trying to make sure that everything is done a specific way to be filmed, you know, in a studio. Um, and then trying to have some kind of banter back and forth. It's like, that is the awkward part that it wasn't really doing it for me. Um, where yeah, I could I could watch a battle report online on YouTube and be like, yeah, okay, I'm in, I'm in, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. But you you don't yeah. like battle reports at all, do you? Yeah, I
1: don't. Man, I would I would like to get into them someday. Uh, Rerolling ones, I watch like their their intro skits. I really like those, and then like <laughs> and then you're like, and you they start rolling dice. An I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I do watch. uh, you know, I'll turn on the first few minutes of Guerrilla Miniature Games just to see how Ash has, like, painted another, like, two squads of, For of real? whatever. In, in like, you know, five minutes. evening.
0: Oh, just, dude, uh, he painted the entire Kill Team box, like, the day it yeah, came out.
1: Yeah, I, I tune into to Guerrilla Miniature <laughs> Games just to be like, yeah, you know, this is a son of a gun. Ash did it again. He, he painted another, yeah. Do that, that he's probably the hardest in, working in painter of YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So like, I'll, I I'll tune believe in that. for the for the visual spectacle sometimes. But, uh, yeah, I tried to watch the Warhammer Plus Battle Reports, and uh, I tuned into one that was an hour long, and I got about eight minutes in, and they're still just talking about the armies they took to the table. And, every, and it's like it's it's slick with the editing and the graphics, because they'll, right, they'll, the the, they'll show the board, and, and they'll have their smoke effects flying through, and then they'll... Yeah. You know, target in on one unit and be like, "This unit of Necrons has reroll ones. This unit of Necrons rerolls this, and it's just it was like eight <laughs> minutes of this unit rerolls this and it rerolls this and it rerolls this, and I if it, yeah, if 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 it's just eight minutes of this is going to reroll this and reroll this and reroll this. I mean, I think that's like why I don't like reading rule books, honestly. But
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, because yeah. the whole thing with that is like, oh, I have to take this in order to get that. And then this guy buffs this guy over here. And it's like, yeah. it, unless you're going to be explaining that kind of in the context of like uh, teaching while you're actually playing the game, I, I don't find that to be too entertaining. Like, I think that's where yeah. like Ash specifically does a good job because he, he runs through that stuff so fast and he's like, and they got this, this, this and this. OK, let's play the game. Uh, Mm -hmm. and then they, they start going and then, and then, you know, he'll remind you, oh, well, I'm going to do this now because, so it's like, oh, well, if I'm playing this army, it's like, I can do that. That's cool. But it's, it's, it's not intrusive where that, like what you're talking about, it's like a 10 minute intro only just spouting numbers. And you're like, I have no context for this this at all. Eight
1: eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, Um, I,
0: I got through that stuff. I, I made it through, uh, a couple of battle reports. Okay. Like they get better as they go. Once you get past that, they start playing, um, and then they get past some of their kind of awkward phase of, like, not really knowing how to talk to each other okay. or understand, or what to do that's, with themselves. I mean, that's <laughs>
1: normal, though. Like, if you go back and listen to episode one of this podcast, like, that, oh, this stuff yeah. just takes time. It, it, it develops over time. Right, but, exactly. Yeah, and so not, I'm not wholly we're against We're not there them. yet either, but we'll, we'll get oh, there. Oh, no, this AC. is a terrible podcast, yeah. yeah.
0: We're so bad at this. So for...
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, on the other, the one thing I did notice about the battle reports is that so far they've released two for 40k, Space Marines versus Necrons, Space Marines versus Orcs, and then they have one for Age of Sigmar, which is Sigmarines versus something. (laughs) I I don't know. So, I mean, yeah, they're doing the same thing that they do with the rest of the game. It's just all Space Marines and all Sigmarines all the time.
0: So like, hopefully, hopefully they branch out. I don't know. I mean, I I I'd, I'd like to think so. At hey, some we'll point, see. uh, I don't remember. Did the Space Marines win every game? I didn't watch them. Oh right, you didn't watch. <laughs> they have to go back and keep track of that. It's like every single battle report they put out, like Space Marines win again. <laughs> like, huh, this seems a little strange. <laughs> like, yeah, that that's... would
1: be pretty funny though. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty funny. <laughs>
0: Like every time, they're just it's. I mean, I assume because you know they're a company, they built this platform for a reason other than to provide us with you know content that they don't actually care about. Uh, it's to sell to sell models, right? So like you know the Sigmar game was the box set it was the Dominion box set they played against each other, and I'm pretty sure that uh, it's super unbalanced. Like uh the Sigmarines just destroyed the orcs in that game like he, okay. he knocked out like the th- like one troop of three guys and that was it and then just got like tabled this <laughs> so was like no contest you know yeah. uh, but that actually that that age of sigmar game was a little bit better because nick was playing on it nick that was from Warhammer tv that paints mm-hmm. and he's been on camera a lot more and i, I think he was way more natural in that role um kind of carrying it so it felt it felt good i think that eventually they'll get there i just hope that the focus becomes more about them having fun as like a group of people that work together rather than trying mm-hmm. to to show off like well this is what this does because we want to sell a box or or you know if it ever becomes obvious right that would be bad so yep. i i think it has it has potential Yeah.
1: Okay, so so what else we get, so I do you know, we'll get to the we'll get to the masterclass since this is nominally a a painting a podcast and we're about one yeah. hour in we're gonna get we're gonna get to talking yeah. about the masterclass but what else what else is on Warhammer Plus you've been checking out some uh, some old so white I watched dwarfs or anything the,
0: actually haven't yet um I haven't done that yet I I mean I think that's a sweet bonus like to be able to go and and read the old white dwarfs uh, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome because. You know, like I don't always get I'm not subscribed. Uh, I've, I've only ever weirdly been subscribed once. And it was through like a workplace that I had them mm-hmm. subscribe for me so I could read them. But uh, that's a story okay. for another time. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I used to be a librarian, Brent, and uh, I made okay. the great state of Nevada pay for a White Dwarf subscription so no, that's that awesome. uh, like, it could circulate yeah, no i know
1: i know you know a lot of libraries will have their will have their monthly subscriptions but you were the did did the, like each of the librarians get to vote on uh or like pick a couple of publications to be subscribed to or did you just like pull the list one night you know after work and kind <laughs> uh, of make no. a few changes
0: so so as a as a librarian um like obviously I, I didn't i didn't go to college to be a librarian so i wasn't like you know some higher-end librarian because you actually have to have like a master's degree sure uh to be a like it's, it's insane but uh there's like specialties in it it's it's a weird super weird job like probably one Dude, of the there's so much human
1: had. knowledge out there that like yeah. organizing it cataloging it making it available to the people yeah, who need yeah, it yeah. like yeah that's that is a serious <laughs> skill and
0: yeah the dewey decimal system is a thing that alone <laughs> like, that alone right. is, requires <laughs> so a master's degree yeah absolutely holy crap like yeah i've I've put back a lot of books <laughs> you know um so no my my main thing was uh repairing uh like videos videotapes uh vhs tapes and cassette tapes uh refurbishing any cds dvds redoing packaging i also fixed books so I'd mend broken books, and I like had to take a bunch of classes for that. It's this whole thing, but um, every every so often we'd go, "Oh, you know, are there any books that you've heard about that you would like to add to our system?" Um, and I was, and you know, magazines are a part of the system, and I'm like, "Oh, you we gotta get White Dwarf, like we have to." And I mean, that was like two thousand one, two thousand ish. Like White Dwarf was like fifteen bucks an issue back then, and I think it was monthly. Like it's like it's like nine bucks now, so it went down, <laughs> but yeah, like that was like their most expensive uh magazine. <laughs> but they did, they got it, nice. and uh, yeah, I also made them get like uh, oh, it was one of like the gaming magazines where it came with a demo disc every quarter so that I could get the demo disc. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for like my PS one or something. Every I job has it its perks.
1: So Every job <laughs> yes. has its perks.
0: Yeah. It was a dude, it was it was an awesome job. Like I'm kinda sad that I, I ended up leaving because I was like I started when I was in uh seventh grade doing like just go back, just putting putting books back. Uh, it was mm-hmm. like a part-time job. And and then I eventually came on as like a, a, a librarian assistant and then a librarian one or whatever they called it. Like I had a pension and everything. <laughs> it was a whole whole thing. It's like and then I was just like, Oh, I'm a I'm a senior in high school. I'd like to not do this right now. Uh so I stopped working for, for the the system for a year and then like Yeah. Anyways.
1: Uh so and that's they how heard I hired somebody who wasn't skimming off the top and, and now <laughs> and here we skimming are. Skimming white yeah. dwarfs.
0: Yeah. Um I forget. What we were talking about before that, I I didn't necessarily want to go into that, but that's that uh,
1: good. white dwarfs. Like that. uh Old issues of white yes. dwarf is how we got
0: here. Great, great bonus because those magazines were expensive. So if you can pick them up and read them, there's some cool stuff in those, and uh there's a lot of old white dwarfs that have, um, like kind of last chance things in them, or I guess your only opportunities to get kind of things like. Uh, the original AOS skirmish game that was just called Skirmish. It was a ten-dollar book that you could buy, which was amazing. Um, which was kind of one of the like the the shining rays of hope for GW even three three or four years ago. Was like, oh, we're gonna put out the Skirmish game. You can use all of your uh, AOS models. It has points. You can do this thing. It's the here. Are all the campaigns books. $10. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Okay. Um, they put out the skirmish 2.0 before they basically killed the game and said we're not making any more of this cuz they moved on to war cry um but skirmish 2.0 all of the rules for that and extra campaigns and point updates are in a white dwarf
2: hmm.
0: that's the only place you can get it and i i i have the issue somewhere in my uh right. closet but like i bought that specific white dwarf because i'm like okay i finished my skirmish like i played skirmish yeah so yeah so- so
1: yeah, Warhammer Plus has like twenty old White Dwarfs sa- on it, something like that. I mean it has some. It has a Okay. A sampling of I think fairly sampling. recent past issues of White Dwarf uploaded as essentially a PDF that you can scroll through um on Warhammer yeah. Plus. And okay, so this is sort of minor, but the Warhammer Plus is clunky as hell like that's true yeah like uh if i i subscribed to warhammer plus and if i want to go and watch some videos and i go to warhammerplus.com warhammerplus.com is a giant advertisement to subscribe to warhammer plus correct like there is no (laughs) there is no login button on warhammerplus.com you have to scroll all the way down past multiple advertisements for warhammerplus.com, past yeah. multiple places that say subscribe here, subscribe here. And, like, uh-huh. at the bottom of the page, it tells you, like, you actually want to go to warhammertv.com. You, you're trying right. to go to warhammertv.com. Right. And <laughs> warhammertv.com is where you can go to watch the episodes. But if you want to go w- look at old White Dwarf, you know, the that is part of the vault and so that's not WarhammerPlus.com. That is like WarhammerVault.com or something like that. So I did. I did. It is, it is very that. clunky. <laughs> that's yeah, and, insane. And if you are you know on Warhammer Guys. Plus, sorry, WarhammerTV.com, <clears throat> and you want to go watch a video, like the actual video player is not good. Um, right. So like if like if you click on the thumbnail for the video you want to watch, it does not play that video. You, have, you know, it's it's like you have to click on that thumbnail that search around the page. There's a very small play button like on the other side of the page that you have to click. Um, and then once you actually get into the player, there's play and there's pause. There's no button for like full screen. So if anyone does subscribe, you have to press F11 for full screen. <laughs> like you have to manually like, yeah. use the browser, uh, you know, Windows tool right, to, yeah. to do full screen. Um if you're yeah. I, th- I think there's a volume adjustment, but there's no there's no little gear to see like what uh what resolution you're streaming or, in. Yeah. Uh there's there's you know certainly no like subtitle controls or anything. They're like
0: you get what you get.
1: <laughs> right. Like it's it is janky. It is uh not that's, fully that's developed, interesting.
0: I'll say. Yeah. Uh I've been watching on my TV. I so I have a okay. Roku TV. Okay. Uh the app was available day one. And okay. it works just like uh, Netflix or anything. Actually logging in wasn't too bad from my phone to the TV hmm. uh, and it saved my information and it's a, it's a little clunky, but I haven't had any issues like navigating or, or, you know, accidentally playing the wrong episode of something or whatever. So far it's been okay. Like it's, it's a little ugly. Okay. Um, but it, you know, it seems like they, they put at least a, a, an amount of effort into that app to make sure right. it functions hey, hey, that's good yeah point.
1: yeah I, I had some problems on day one like i tried to watch i don't know five hours after the the service launched or something sure and sure. so I, I was having yeah it, it just kept logging me out like play angels of death log in log in play angels of death <laughs> and please log in like it was in <laughs> that sucks I, yeah i'll let that slide like that was Every day one is every always a streaming problem, service, right? every game has yeah. problems day one because a lot of people are checking it out. Yeah. But um you know, since, even, since even then, Disney yeah. it it works as well it was as it was sloppily designed to work on PC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. That's, that's that's a good way to put it.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. So um do you want to talk about uh the the master class then? The the actual painting. painting Oh yeah, I
0: guess so. I was gonna say something else, but you know what? This feeds it. This feeds into it perfectly fine. I I wanted to talk about the music, but the music in the master class is part of the problem. So, how do we go into that? Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: So holy crap. So let's let's put it this way. So Casey and I make YouTube videos about painting minis. We are geared to be. We are equipped. And prepared to be the worst critics of any mini painting channel or, or, or whatever. Like when we watch, when we watch YouTube videos, we think about it in a different way than a lot of people. We are looking like, okay, what are they doing here? Why does Mm -hmm. it look the way it does? What are they doing better than me? What are they doing differently than the way I do things? Is this, is this the way Miniac does it? You know, you know, like we're we we look at the shots and and what's going on in a different way than a lot of other people and so i don't know what's the saying like uh teachers are the worst students or or like so and so's are the worst like critics that. like yeah yeah uh
0: well okay essentially we're not we're not coming at this in any kind of a judgmental way it's more about like what can we gain from from watching this or how you know I don't, Yeah, I don't know. I know. I know what you're talking about.
1: But. Well, no, I'm just uh, like like because when we were watching it, we we're like, okay, this is good. This is good. This is bad. This is good. This is bad. You know, like right. And just just to be very clear, so I'll say this right off. Uh, there are three episodes of Warhammer Masterclass out there right now. All three of them are well designed lessons. I learned something from each of them. I am glad it exists. Yes yeah i, I mean, think it's, it has, it's, and I think it has a good. lot of potential yeah yeah
0: absolutely yeah um that being said, and you probably share a similar sentiment, there are things lacking sure like things that bug the shit out of me and and <laughs> like, uh and
1: to keep keep going here, just so we're real clear, Luis is doing a great job, she is a yes. fantastic painter, uh she is charismatic, and I think she does a good job with the presentations um yeah, just to get that out of the way here, she is not the problem.
0: <laughs> no, in fact, I would I would suggest that she's probably the best thing about it.
1: Yes. Yeah. The set design is pretty good. The set design. I mean, is pretty okay. Good
0: too. The set design for all of their live things is impeccable. Like it is straight up like Disneyland levels of, of like you walking through a, a you know a scene right, like that is very well done and something that. I want to replicate in some way, right? I Mm -hmm. want to have a space that is like, oh yeah, no, every square inch is like purposely painted or done up or there's a prop or there's a thing like, cause that adds so much to your, your entire studio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so definitely, definitely that. Let's get to the dump stuff though. Okay, go for it. All right. Um, Well, just because we kind of, Alluded to it a little bit ago. The music is is like, it starts off pretty cool, you know. I'm thinking, okay, okay, maybe maybe they watch my channel. I got cool music like this on my channel, and then it's like, maybe they really didn't watch my channel because like I kept the same couple songs for like the first twenty videos I put out, and it is like a stain on my YouTube channel's like career. It's bad to replay the same song over and over and over it's like every time something happens it's like they just start the song over and they turn it up they're like check it out something's happening and, and not only does it carry through each episode of Masterclass, but it carries through all of the other shows they have it's the same stuff yeah
1: so was, i was trying to figure out is it i think it's they have two tracks two tracks yeah, of music two that...
0: maybe like some stingers like some quick like okay. something or others but yeah basically two actual like maybe two minute long tracks
1: yeah so it's it's the you know typical setup of okay next i went through an edge highlighted in blue and then the the music cranks up a little bit and uh-huh. okay and then i went through an edge highlighted with a you know a mix of blue and white or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like the the music they switch to kind of in, in each of those, I don't know, I should know editing terms, but in each of those little like filler B-roll kind of moments where they're just showing the painting.
0: Yeah, when, when the they same, actually show the painting. Yeah. It is
1: the same clip starting at the same Whoa. point in that clip. Every exactly. time
0: they just they just line up to play ahead. They they say, "Okay, this is where it goes. This is where the music mm-hmm. kicks in." No. Hit it play, Luis, and we stop talking, you get. and
1: we need to show you know uh, another oh. ten seconds of Louise painting before Louise talks again. Uh, hey, drop in the clip. You know yeah. what clip to use.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now it's funny because I'm I'm pretty sure this is actually a direct reaction to what most people had a problem with back when uh even Duncan started. What which was this is what you do. This is the next step. And while he's talking, he he's putting down some paint, you know, maybe, maybe. And then they switch to camera up close. One stroke. Next thing he starts talking. again. They literally just cut to the next sure. thing. Sure. So that I can see them going, OK, no, no, no. People people don't want that. They want to see the paint go on. They want to see the technique and how it plays out. They want to, you know get in there. So like, we got to have music over that and whatever. And they made that decision, not really understanding that like that gets old real fast. um, And that's fine. Like, again, I think they can move past that, but Holy crap. Is it so bad? <laughs> it is so noticeable and bad that it's, like almost yeah. not it's it's noticeable for, him, for us
1: because we're we're thinking like yeah maybe it's because we're a little bit more attuned maybe and we may have just ruined it for you like now now if you go Glass watch these episodes yes. you'll be like oh that song was cool the first time But like, <laughs> yeah just kill me every time uh but yeah once uh, you get tuned uh, into it you're like uh... and okay. i mean i'll say like on my channel yeah i i have like 20 songs that i that i rotate through and sure, sure. after about 6 months i am so tired of those 20 songs that i go and find 20 new songs yeah. and uh, so at least i have 40 songs to, to rotate through you know um, right. and hopefully hopefully they will continue to contract out some composers or something like my guess is that they commissioned a couple of tracks yeah. to get made for warhammer plus I'm pretty sure that they is. Did, yes. Yeah. Which um, is not good. It's I a mean, huge waste. Of they money. just need to keep that person on permanent payroll so that they can keep cranking <laughs> out some tracks because. Yeah,
0: I mean. I I guess like that's could be because I mean, I've thought about this, right? Like I'm in a band and I could legitimately write music for. The channel, right? And we've talked about it before. And it's still like, that is an undertaking. Like, even if you are doing it full time, that is an undertaking. So, like, it is just so much easier to get licensed music. And I think they're probably like, well, we can't have anything non-original. And what that's going to do is just shoot themselves in the foot. And that sucks. Yeah, or they just need to find Yeah, they
1: need to have someone trolling Fiverr and uh and just just uh yeah right yeah cheap music and yeah exactly
0: yeah yeah Yeah. just giving them the samples of what they have and they'll get something at least slightly different than what they already have back and that should be fine (laughs) um right but this does play into kind of how i was saying it, it, it almost fixes a problem where oh we need to show more painting yeah but also There is still a separation between the painting skill level of the of of, you know she's trying to it's a master class right Mm -hmm. you're supposed to learn every single step why does this look good why doesn't this look good or what should you do what shouldn't you do Um, which I think that it is mostly being done but the fact is that at the end of each one she finished the piece. And then goes, after I did some more work, this is what it looks like. Isn't it awesome? And you're like, well, what was the point? For me to get halfway and for you to just be like, I'm just a better painter than you. And it's like, there's a massive gap separation in like learning. And now you're not good enough. I, I, thought I it don't was, like I thought it
1: was pretty good. There was uh on the like, like in general, I thought the lesson design was pretty good. So like on the black armor one. Uh, on the actual video, she paints the right leg of the space marine. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then the, you know, uh, finish the owl moment is like I painted all the other legs and arms and chest. That's and true.
0: I, yeah. I did not have a problem yeah. with that one.
1: Yeah. Actually. But on no, the, it was
0: it was the other
1: one. It was the, the head shield, where it was the head where. Oh, yeah. Also, the head. Oh also, also I drew uh, a uh, tattoo uh, yeah. on his head and that finished it off nicely. Like, yeah.
0: Like. She, Oh, I I swear she said I added a few more colors and depth and detail, did a few more highlights, and then I did a freehand Akula on the side of his head. And it's like, so you did like way more in this master class, and you're just not going to show me like I get the Akula thing. You don't have to say that because maybe maybe you're holding that for another lesson. But the fact of the matter is you said I'm going to paint this head to the best of my ability and show you how to do that and only did halfway or three quarters. Okay. Okay. That, I just don't appreciate I, I, that like like withholding of information when it's not supposed to be that. It's it's like uh, fair
1: enough. Fair enough. I, I I didn't have I didn't have that complaint. I thought it was I thought it was okay, but I, I see where you're coming from there. I see where you're coming sure, from. Sure.
0: Yeah. Uh The black armor didn't bother me at all cuz you're right. She just painted the rest of the armor. It's like, "Okay, cool. You just took the technique and you went further." Yeah. Uh The in the third episode it was wet blending. Uh, a shield and the end result for that was cool the wet blend looks really good but looks look what it looks like when i paint non metallic metal around everything and do some other cool things that i'm not going to tell you about and again maybe it's for a different class but mm-hmm. it's still like okay what <laughs> yeah like yeah. come on <laughs> so we'll we'll put a little uh put a little
1: bit of good in this sandwich cuz i think on the whole yeah. on the whole i think it's a good show but it is nice to see an official games workshop presenter showing new techniques that they haven't shown before. Straight up they're using a wet palette. Yeah, they are they are using a wet palette. She hasn't really addressed it yet, but like yes, she's using a wet palette. Right. She's doing like doing glazes. It, right?
2: <laughs> like yeah. the
1: the um on that black armor one you know, she was doing edge highlighting, but in addition to that, she straight up put like a glint down the middle of an armor plate. Yeah, Like straight up, she said, in addition to the edges, just right here down the middle of this shin guard, we're going to put a a line of brighter color straight down, you know, the cylinder of this shin guard. And so, I mean, essentially a little bit of kind of non-metallic
0: metal sort of there. Oh yeah, just, that uh, that whole yeah. thing was essentially it's like here we're gonna paint some black armor with highlights to make it look shiny, right? To make it look like metallic armor, mm-hmm. like and I think that's great. I I I think that everything that is being presented up until the actual reveal is great. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, yeah, I mean it's it's pushing what Warhammer TV has always done. Um, you know it's going beyond the just straight up like we're going to put this on we're going to put a wash on we're going to highlight we're going to that's yep. it cool yep. like that's that's what we got
1: and so uh it still fits entirely like they are always going to be using games workshop products the i think yeah, the yeah, wet yeah, palette yeah. is the biggest surprise we're ever going to see on there um everything yeah. else everything yeah. else is always going to be games workshop paints like we're never prediction here we're never going to see enamel paints on that show until games workshop releases enamel washes i mean yeah likely yeah. like very uh, very likely. everything everything is going to start with uh, a base coat of Averland sunset you know everything is going to start with <laughs> Mephiston red um, right
0: a spray of uh, a wraith bone and there's your yeah. prime you, you're you're yeah. always
1: going to be thinning your contrast paints down with eighty percent contrast medium. Like like right. it's it's the game right. I mean, it makes sense it's the games workshop kind of ecosystem there. So so all of the materials I mean, yeah. Again, are it's always still going to, to be sell
0: these products, right? Yeah. The you the
1: know. best Citadel equivalent that there is. And the I mean the Citadel line is large enough that you, you that's not it's not too limiting. You, you know, with No,
0: I mean they make good paints, so
1: yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Never any complaints um, about. And that of course paint. there were
1: a couple of moments where yeah, you know, Louise is using a using her her brush to ladle on some paint from a stupid pot onto the wet palette and then has to clean her brush off, you know, like yeah. that would be better with a dropper bottle, but hey, you know, hey, it's what it is. It's the Citadel system. Yeah.
0: They're they're definitely never getting away from that. But uh I mean the fact is they they put airbrush paints in those pots. Okay? They're never changing. Okay? Sure. Sure, sure never sure. <laughs> yeah um the the wet palette thing was i definitely think like you said the most interesting thing on there and it, it's because it looked super janky too like i don't know what they made that out of <laughs> it I wasn't mean, it, a real it, one it
1: looks like a piece of paper towel and a piece of parchment paper just stuck on the table like they just That's put what a it wet paper like. towel on the table
0: yeah yes that's exactly what it looked like and i'm and, and kind of sense so like, they're
1: not going to have you know a masterson palette in frame or a red grass or an army painter palette in frame that makes sense it used,
0: like tupperware though but then it looks it looks yeah. again it, does, it, it did and not get a biscuit style right yeah like there there are other things like come on um mm-hmm. yeah like i, I well, don't a it, kebab it, it and a curry and,
1: and get your packaging and yeah use it on right the, masterclass yeah
0: <laughs> that'd be amazing um I don't know I guess I guess the, the the any of the issues that I'm having with it anyways is because I'm comparing it more directly to uh Darren Latham mm-hmm. who did actual masterclass videos on YouTube before Games Workshop told him to stop which was fine that and, made sense
1: so I noticed this in a in a Comment that trevarian left on some video or another, but so for about a year, uh Darren's yeah. YouTube channel has been a zombie. Like he hasn't been uploading anything, but the channel has still been there and the videos have still been I, up.
0: I assumed because COVID hit that they're just like they they forgot and I he know. just didn't bring it up.
1: But like it went away on the launch of Warhammer
0: Plus. Like those videos oh, are it, not really? up anymore. Really, I've been wondering when they've been going. We're gonna go down, but uh, I didn't realize. Oh, you know what? That's funny because I just saw on Instagram he posted a thing like "Thank you for everybody who participated in you know the uh, the masterclass stuff that he did." Um, I didn't realize it was because the videos were gone. Uh that's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, that's, I, that's I, you know I, that's I what I'm comparing noticed, it, it to.
1: Taking me another six months to go back and check up on that channel, but I but I think trevarian noticed it. Uh is that like yeah. Sure. They they went down on a very specific date. yeah wow,
0: that's interesting. Oh, okay. So that's a bummer because that the would era. be the, yeah. the actual comparison um for people to be like, well hang on, like you know, how come he's showing everything and she's not? Like mm-hmm. he's using Windsor Newton and a wet palette. <laughs> like, what's up?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, it's funny, I wonder if he had used Citadel brushes in a regular palette, if he would have, if they would have cared. Or if it's the fact that he was like, oh yeah, I only own, I only own a Winsor Newton size 1 and 2, and that's it. Like, very specifically. Yeah, I do, I
1: wonder what the red line was. Maybe just having a YouTube channel at all, maybe it was... Maybe it, I mean, was it using probably, something that wasn't from either the grocery store or your local Games Workshop, um, right? Maybe they just really liked the word "masterclass" and they couldn't have that anywhere else up on the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I've seen that. Obviously, yeah, I mean, it's all time. over that's, the place. A solid yeah. thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Gw can't take that away from us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If anything, I I wouldn't call it masterclass anyway. It's like my version of that would be called eBay pro in <laughs> like, cause that's how eBay rolls.
1: Yeah. So, um, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk about a minor thing and then, okay, uh, and then we'll talk about the, I had one major criticism of the masterclass. I want to talk about one minor thing first. And okay, minor thing first. Minor Thing First. So uh Luis has a lot of charisma. She seems like a like a cool lady. Um yeah. and it seems like she is written reading off a teleprompter written by somebody else. And so and I think I have the feeling or or there is it seems like all of the presenters for Warhammer TV. Are reading off a script written by one person like they they all have a very uh, similar feel to it so i have i went through and just watched a couple of videos and just wrote down the the intro script real quick so i'm gonna read them and see if you can tell them apart uh (laughs) this actually (laughs) should be pretty easy based on what we've been talking about but Oroch Brutes, Morgrox Crushers, stomp their way into Beastgrave, smashing their enemies and racking up the glory points, and wah counters with ease. In this video, we're going to show you exactly how to paint Morgox Crushers using tips and techniques to get them on the table in no time at all and looking great. So grab your paints and brushes, and let's get started. Alright, that's...
0: Okay, okay. ...sample one. A lot of, and- uh, a, a plugging of the specifics the uh, mm-hmm. the keywords as it were mm-hmm. keywords
1: yeah yeah you got your yeah okay. a lot, lot of keywords in there okay ready for this next one <clears throat> gotcha uh, yeah i'm ready That's i got to get ready hold on i got to get prepared <laughs> i got to get my my warhammer tv you, you get a little teleprompter ready here.
0: uh you got to get that deeper just a little bit kind of like I don't know how you. How you I
1: gotta catch that. my breath. That last one took it out of me. Have away. you Hold ever on.
0: looked at the mysterious. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, it's that. Is that? Is that? Okay.
0: You gotta get in there. Have yeah. you ever looked at the mysterious. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on. <laughs> have you ever looked at the mysterious. Have you ever looked at the mysterious Raven Guard or the remorseless Black Templars and wanted to recreate the dark black power armor of their ranks? Do you want to take your chaplains or your Primaris Judici. <laughs> Do you want to take your chaplains or your primaris judiciars (laughs) to the next level with armor that will stand out both on the battlefield and in your display cabinet? (laughs) Today, we're going to be doing just that and taking an in-depth look at how to paint Black Power armor, the iconic staple of some of the most feared Space Marine chapters in the whole galaxy. So grab your brushes and let's get cracking. Okay, so like we were just talking about Black power, Power, one of those... One of those was Nick, and one of those was Luis, but th- they were written by the same person. Like um,
0: it, it definitely feels. I mean, they probably have. Uh, I I think that my okay. My assumption would be that the the Warhammer Plus team has uh, probably designers, like some people, like writers. Uh, you've got your camera people, your production, and your like on screen people, your presenters. And I, mm-hmm. I, I bet you that's what it is. It's like, OK, uh, how many shows do we have? What do we have to do? We have to write each thing. It's just like how we would sit down, write a script. It's like, OK, here's a script for your video. Now just go bust out each of these things like you want to paint a face. Well, here you need to fill in these blanks with your words. But everything else is we're going to paint a face. Let's get cracking. You know, yeah. like it, it it's kind of generic. So it, that makes sense to have a writer come in and fill in those blanks. So you don't have to think about it. Sure.
2: Sure. Yeah, I sit mean,
1: down like, with a like teleprompter. Said, it's, it's minor. Um but we're so so this this whole critique is in the frame of how does this compare to a YouTube channel? You know, how does this sure, compare sure. to to Scott Walter or Darren Latham or Casey Alden or or anything else, you know? Like yeah. uh how does this how does this stack up? Um and and what uh, similarity you know similarities, differences, and I think one of the one of the weak points is that Louise, like, her personality is somewhat covered up by the corporate writing. Like, she, you know... That's a good way to put it. She, if, yeah. if she sounds, yeah, you know, she sounds like Peachy, sounds like Nick, sounds like the rest of them. Uh, I could have gone back and, like, taken some of uh, Duncan's old stuff, and I bet it would sound pretty similar. Yeah. And uh, that's just a shame. Like, um... The a little bit, yeah. like I know I know that Games Workshop uh wants to minimize the importance of the individual presenters so that they can be replaced on a whim and cheaply. But Whoa. uh yeah, it's, sad, you that have the, to it's imagine. sad that we are losing their personalities.
0: True. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean it, it must be an interesting <sighs> I don't know. The the fact is that that Duncan left for a reason, you know, and is now presumably making. Okay, let me let me put it to you this way: Duncan's Kickstarter, as of right now, as I am talking, is over six hundred thousand dollars for his paint line. Good yes, job! It is.
1: So this is like what day two? Of the Duncan's uh, paint. D- Kickstarter, this is day
0: two. Funded in which 15 there's still minutes. plenty of
1: time to go check out. I haven't tried the paint yeah. yet,
0: but. Uh, Hey, I haven't tried it yet, to, but I'm looking forward to getting some in the mail. Yeah. 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 I'm definitely I'm getting some in the mail. I'm going to be using it because, yes, of course I am. Like, like nice. before I even thought about YouTube as a thing, before I even gave it a shot, I was watching Duncan. hmm. You know, like that's definitely a thing. Like, like most people. Um, it got me back in like a lot to like painting and and learning things and and knowing what to do, you know? Um, The fact is though, that, that there is a leash on every single person that works at Warhammer TV because they don't want a repeat of that situation. That if these people become popular enough, which Mm -hmm. I would even say that they probably already are. uh, Mm -hmm. How many, how many Instagram followers does she have?
1: And 30,000. And, and that, she got those entirely on her own, not because on her of any own affiliation Absolutely. with Games Workshop. Yeah, Louise. She's a great. I've been painter. following Louise on Instagram for a couple of years now. Her Same here, stuff yeah. is incredible. Yes. And uh, yeah, I was following her long before I realized that she worked for. Corge I World didn't even or whatever, know. And, I literally
0: yeah. didn't even know. I was like, whoa, Games Workshop hired an Instagram painter. I literally thought that yeah. I didn't yeah. even know. <laughs> I was like, that's insane. Good for them. Oh, wait. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like scrolling through her stuff and I'm like, oh, like she's hanging out with all these people. Like she works there. Oh, she's worked there for like seven years. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> like she's obviously like worked her, her way through it and, and like earned this job. Right. This is great. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like the, the actual followers on Instagram, like her, her painting credentials, like she earned all on her own. Mm-hmm. Um. So it, it it's one of those things where it's like, OK, if she had just pulled a, a Duncan or a Darren Latham and started her own thing, it's like, well, what what potential does she actually have above Warhammer Plus? You know, I bet she has a non-compete agreement. Oh, I'm sure
1: she does. I bet they figured
0: that one out. Yeah, I guarantee that. Uh, but how long does that extend after the fact, too? Because, I mean, it's more of a and I think I actually brought this up is like. um, Like if you're a band and you're going to get signed, there's usually something like that where, oh, well, we own your stuff for X amount of years. We can make so much money on it. You make this much money and blah, blah, blah. um, So that you can't just skip out to another label for an extra couple of percent or something, whatever the case is. Like, there are a lot of indie labels that do that, that that take a band, bring them up, tour, blah, 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 get them all the stuff. And then they own their stuff with some other label for X amount of years. Um. But, like, that seems kind of out there for for painters. Like, oh, you worked for Games Workshop. Uh, you can't make money off of Games Workshop for X amount of years after, even if you're not working for us anymore. Like, that's some shady business. You know, I, I mean, I yes, I get so they no. don't want people to quit on them. Yeah. I, but I a mean, non-compete, non-compete makes sense fact.
1: in some industries. Like uh, back when I was, you know, a scientist and my job was to develop proprietary technologies. Like it makes sense sure. that I'm not allowed to go work for a competitor uh, for. And I think I think that time I, I had it was like one year I wasn't allowed to go work for a competitor. Um Okay, Which, I can, can okay, kind of see that. Fair yeah. enough. Or if you're, you know, writing AI at Google, uh, no, you can't go to Facebook for a couple of years, whatever. Um, <laughs> sure. Like, okay, okay. um, But, yeah, I don't think she's taking any proprietary... Citadel masterclass next level system with her. It's just yeah, uh, wanting no. to
0: her own knowledge of, of yeah, learning it's, it's, all of that stuff. It's right? just
1: trying to retain talent. It's it is I just, would I would suggest that
0: yeah. uh, her painting right. style is fairly unique on it on its own. Oh yeah. The way that she personally paints. No, it's not how most people paint.
1: That's a very good point. Like based on her Instagram account, no, she has definitely has a unique style that I do not see other people replicating, like, uh, right. yeah, and she certainly did not learn that because she worked at Forge World, like Forge World did not teach her how to be an amazing, unique artist, yeah. Right, exactly. So, and yet she, she yeah, probably has yeah. an ironclad, uh, non-compete agreement for multiple years, um, but, uh. I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I'm sure they don't want to repeat of, of the Duncan situation, um, which makes sense. But then to also shoot them in the foot by not allowing them to have necessarily a personality. Like, I don't know if I I suppose we're just kind of speculating anyways, because it is so new. We don't know what this is going to look like in six months. Like how much more comfortable are they going to be with their processes as, as like a company? Because you know essentially they are separate from games workshop as much as they are games workshop they're their own team they have to make this content you know so they're going to have to get into the swing of that just like you and I've had to to deal with making videos on a semi-regular basis or whatever um just knowing that workflow knowing what's going to work what's not going to work what kind of shots do I need uh like what F stop should I be shooting at if you want to get into that
1: yeah let's let's get into <laughs> that so so the uh, the lack of personality. She has personality. She does a very nice reading of the script. Right. It's, it's still scripted. Um, she so. was she was able to say the sentence. Do you want to take your chaplains or your primaris judiciars to the next level with armor that will stand out both on the battlefield and in your display cabinet? She read that line very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Much better. Much better than I could. But still, it was like, <laughs> ooh, like. It's just, scripted. I would never choose to wo- use the word primaris judiciar in, uh, ever. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Well, cause you, you obviously stumbled over it, right? <laughs> that was written
1: by corporate. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah, like keywords, keywords. Come on. Um, yeah, but okay. So that's, that's minor. The, the biggest and most fair criticism of the masterclass is whoever's working the camera. Uh,
0: unfortunately yeah. yeah
1: yeah and so backing up here it is hard to get good fit footage of painting yeah. minis it Even took doing both it of for us years, a long time still to figure hard. it out there is a lot <laughs> of trial and error um yeah. right now with my system that you can uh you know go see if you check out my behind the scenes your video vlog, your vlog yeah um,
0: Oh, so yeah good.
1: whoever's filming the masterclass, go go watch my behind the scenes video you'll uh, yeah. you'll see how to set up the camera to get like pretty good shots but um if you watch some of that master class the the shots of the actual mini painting yeah are not as good as you or me or miniac or or you know ninjon yeah. or or any other youtuber like the like the for the entire face painting video, it's the table that's in focus.
0: It's, it's almost the entire video too. And I can tell yeah. when they're cutting back, they're trying to compensate. Like, uh, I know you were talking about some grain in there and I think it's because they're trying to sharpen the image. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's, and it's just not getting, cause it's not in focus. Like your yeah. table is looking real, real sharp right now. Yeah. You know, but they, and, they couldn't fix and
1: it. And So, so, Painting a head is extra hard because that is a smaller, absolutely, an even smaller yeah. object than than a than a mini. Um, yeah. But from from what I was able to see, Luis is doing a really good job keeping her hands in one place, yeah. painting. You know, getting a lot of a lot of angles and under and over things while keeping her hands in one place, which is a difficult skill to learn, and she's doing a good job. But whoever's back yeah. there with the camera. It's not doing their part.
0: (laughs) If anything, that whatever they're monitoring, I I, I think that's probably what it is. Whatever they're monitoring the, the actual filming on there, it's probably not big enough for them to even notice, Hmm. you know, because like everything that you do at that scale, that zoomed in looks different when you put it on a TV or even just a computer monitor. It's like, Oh, that's what this actually looks like mm-hmm. like on my little monitor that I'm monitor- monitoring to make sure I'm in focus. Like sometimes it's not because you can't tell at that size, like you, you need to to blow that thing up so you can see what it actually looks like, what your quality is at. Like mm-hmm. you need to shoot with enough light and all of these yeah. things to make sure that it, it, it focuses properly.
1: Yeah. So, um, and that's, in some ways that's an easy mistake to make. Like you your focus is in the wrong oh, yeah. place. You film the entire thing without noticing that's the footage you have. You gotta make that's a That's video one video out the week. gate
0: though. Right. Well, yeah, if that was actually the the case, I don't know what kind of scheduling they have. I would have hoped sure. that they've been doing this for a while. Like yeah. uh for a few months before, but you know, I'm, I'm actually really curious.
1: Yeah, I I assume they had like a handful of episodes ready to go, and I am curious like which filming was done first. So so for all of this, this is a this is a learning curve. It is hard to get into filming and oh, mini yeah. painting because there's there's a lot of skills you got to develop. Um, yeah, and so I'm curious which came first. So the backgrounds in these shots, I mean, we mm-hmm. like. I talked I made a big deal about it when I figured out that black poster board <laughs> he finally is far switched far superior the black, yeah. to white poster board as a backdrop yeah. for painting minis. Uh-huh. So like that was that was a revelation for me. And I am serious that the, the quality of my shots like tripled. Oh, yeah. When, well, when the, once change. you got
0: that, that like stabilizer that you put up, you got the black background, you got the lights yeah. on the rig that, that are, they're steady. You got the camera in the same place every time. Dude, like your your shots have been like consistently some of the best of, of any of us, and I think because you put in a lot more effort than like pretty much everybody else. Like like even Scott's stuff, like he'll drop the camera. It's on a swing arm, but it's mm-hmm. still he's painting on the desk. So like he he screws up or his head gets in the way or like I do that all the time. Yeah. But like having that like really static setup with the nice background looks amazing. Well,
1: thank you, Casey. I, I, I mean, this is, this has been a learning curve. It's been trial and error. But once I trialed my error into the setup that I have now, yeah. Like, oh, this is working. This is how to film yes. minis. You uh, have solved some point, this, this you know, sl- at some this point thing, I'll, I'll problem. make some tweaks and additions, but for, for now, like, yeah, this is, it's pretty good. And the, the masterclass filmers are not there yet. So. Right. Uh, um, you need
0: to watch your vlog. Yeah, so
1: they're they're using the backdrop of essentially the table you know a couple inches behind Luis's hands and between different episodes, there are three episodes up right now, I think one of them has the white parchment paper of a wet palette as the backdrop one of them has <laughs> and I think they put in like a piece of black plastic to to be a backdrop like like that's the the purpose of it, and I think one had. Just like their black painting mat or something in the backdrop but but yeah they've they they have not standardized their backdrop which is which is one thing which is seriously changing the quality of their footage between different shots um yeah and also man so so we talked about the focus on the head painting but on the black power armor oh that is very grainy footage uh you want to talk
0: about <laughs> that casey like um so well i mean it, it kind of coincides with all this like you know something that we figured out with with certain kind of lenses to film that stuff and, and uh what you need in focus and what you don't want in focus how much light you need uh how much iso like all all these technical things like um, you start boosting your ISO on a camera and essentially you're you're making fake light because you don't have enough on your model or you're trying to uh, stop your your footage down so that everything is in focus instead of just like a little quarter of an inch piece. The problem with that is that there's a very fine line that you that you kind of have to like find at almost every time, which is a little weird unless your your setup is, like I said, more consistent like yours is. Um But you have to find this line where your footage isn't grainy that you have enough light, but you're, you're also, uh, you're, you're shooting at a high enough F stop that, that everything's in focus at the same time. So, so it's a weird balancing act that they essentially just missed completely for that particular video. And it's like. It it just looks bad, you know? Yeah. It just doesn't look good. And
1: again, this is not necessarily stuff that other people would catch, but Casey and I or spend a lot of time about, iterating yeah. on this <laughs> and, and like, you know, evaluating our own footage and like, okay, uh-huh. this is not as good as the last time I did it. What have I, what have I been doing this different here? How do I fix yeah. this? How do I improve on this? And we spend a good deal of our time thinking about these things.
0: And yeah, every, every week I, I have to go yeah. through is this working? Where do I need to be? Where's this balance? How much light do I have? Do I need to add something that I didn't have before? No. And the reason that it, it, it changes too is because, well, what if I am painting black armor? Mm-hmm. What if I am painting Caucasian skin? Mm-hmm. Well, that changes a lot of things because all of a sudden, like there's light bouncing off more light, reflective pigments. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Like, like, uh, a, uh, a, I got a comment one time that was like, oh, you painted red on red on red and some orange with a, you know, like a mirrorless camera. That's that's pretty brave. Because it kind of melds together, right? The the actual sensors in our cameras can't necessarily differentiate that much contrast. Hmm. So certain things just don't show up the right way, right? Or or there's not enough light bouncing off of it to create the image that you actually want a sharp non-grainy image so painting black power armor and trying to get specifically and i think the problem was that they were trying to get the incubi darkness to show up on the camera and it wasn't
1: maybe yeah
0: so trying yeah, to change I, the settings to get that did not work for them
1: yeah but my take on that so so what we're talking about here if you ever do check out warhammer plus Masterclass, the the black power armor look at the Look at the black primed Space Marine. It is, it is great. It's like static, essentially. It's like if you take your cell phone camera and you try to film a dark bar at night, go to a bar at night with your right. like cheapest cell phone <laughs> camera. Like go, go get the cell phone you were using eight years ago. See if it powers up. <laughs> see if it'll hold about half an hour of battery. Go to a bar late at night, mask up. And uh, just get a little bit of footage in dim light, and the yeah the the like static, the graininess that is a result of the the sensor in the camera trying to adjust for that low light, and yeah. it there's only there's so much. Not do. There's not enough light the, you information. Know, the technological limitation there, and yeah. Um, yeah, when I was when I was watching uh, that clip from from Citadel Masterclass, like what. I mean I have some actual suggestions. Like if, if any of these right, people yeah. are, are listening to me, if the if the camera person is listening, like it's it's a learning curve. There's no shame here, but here's what you gotta do. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I, I, I think we should probably reiterate that. Like we're not we're not at all being like, Oh, this is just trash, you shouldn't even yeah. watch it. Like, no, no, this is just from our like technical yeah. uh point of view. Right. Yeah. They're like, this they're, the they're selling a premium seeing.
1: product here, but they yeah. have not. They're it's it's not up to they the quality of that. the yeah. the current generation of YouTubers right now. Well, you'll get there. Right. You'll yeah. get there. Like everyone else yeah. has figured it out. You'll get there. But
0: um, well, that's essentially what they did. Right. They jump started several YouTube channels. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, it looks like they're uh f-stop number is too high like they're trying to get everything in focus to make it easier for Luis so so that she doesn't have to worry about you know moving her hands a little bit forward or backwards but honestly she's doing a great job keeping her hands in one place so yeah so you can have a smaller depth of field have a lower f-stop number you know open up the aperture and uh, you know that's going to let more light in, so that your ISO can be lower, so that your you know sensor's not trying to adjust for lower light right. levels. Um, or you get
0: a lot more lights, like a lot. It seemed it seemed really it. well lit. And I mean, it probably was, well, but that's the only other thing you can do in that situation. Yeah, I just think, I'm trying more. to figure
1: it out. I think they actually are filming right there at the casting desk. It's clear that she's okay. doing all of her like. Uh, talking head and voiceover stuff at the same time like it's clear that she's just sitting down for an hour and doing all of the talking head voiceover stuff from the teleprompter uh, yeah. because you know the stuff in front of her isn't changing from from shot to shot um, Right.
0: Well, which means that they're, they're doing all that stuff after the fact
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so she's just going down and they're like alright paint a face cool and then we'll make it I,
1: I think the actual painting is happening right there at that desk I think so it could be like I. I, I mean, I think there's like a like a rack mounted camera above her left shoulder somewhere, I think. and it's
0: yeah. Which I don't, yeah, I don't like this. I, <laughs> I don't like it. So I don't like that angle. Like, uh, well, I thought the angle I don't know Warhammer right. TV. They they've got it like they've got it on the table and it's in a space. I don't know. Seems like they already had this figured out. and I'm not sure why they're actually starting over. I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, but and then the other thing is okay so one that like i said the the browser video app that they're using uh does not give you a lot of information i assume it's a 1080p video i assume it's a 1080p i don't know for sure uh,
0: it 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 would be rendered down as 1080 most likely yeah
1: yeah so so again with um with like things you can do is this is what Uh, Scott Miniac does is he films in 4k and then he does a crop in uh, to a quarter of the screen like a zoom in and takes the 1080p worth of footage that he really wants and that becomes his video and so if you if you widen out the shot if you widen out the frame like that more stuff is going to be in focus so you can have a widen out the shot you widen the aperture you can still get a decent depth of field but then what you do in the in the editing is you just crop down from 4k to the to best 1080. 1080 that that you want in there um, pretty much just trying to help yeah. yes just trying to help you'll, you'll yeah, get there you'll get there
0: yeah i mean that's that's exactly what i do i shoot in 4k and i i you know center it and zoom it in till i get 1080 and then export everything as 1080 you can't tell the difference anyways and it looks good Oh, so, there you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, been doing that for years. Even yeah. even shooting on a cell phone, man, like you get 4K on a cell phone that looks pretty good with enough light. Like I used to shoot all of my videos and edit everything, including voiceover on my phone. Man, those are the days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. going to talk about that sometime, like what it was like in the beginning compared to now. Hey, I'm, in, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. It's insane um yeah. those so, old animatics and I you used to have on your videos With what the gate that would go the old animatics used to have the gate that would go up in front come on man yeah i gotta get my friend right, alex
1: go. on the channel at some point uh <laughs> yeah my my friend alex uh went to school for a little bit of like computer animation and stuff and so uh, yeah there was one time where i needed to like drive him two hours from the airport or something late at <laughs> night right. and, uh, and the payment was you got to. You get yeah, my sweet a animation for the start of my YouTube yes! channel, and so I used good. End, i think the first nine episodes of my channel. Uh-huh. But it was welcome to Goobertown. Then there's like a gate and a portcullis that, that shot so stuff, good. looks sweet and like oh, it was so good. Town, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm talking about man. Which honestly, Warhammer TV, talks to me. You can get that clip. Throw that on the front of your uh, <laughs> throw that throw that in the front of your videos. That looks pretty sweet. Right? There you yeah. go. Yeah, fix all now your problems. Yeah, we talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I did want to close this segment by saying uh, that the lesson design I thought the lesson design was pretty good. I guess you're you wish there was a a little bit more about how to finish
0: drawing the owl on some of those videos, but uh, I my yeah my only problem is 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 jumping to that conclusion without saying we'll cover some of this other stuff in later videos or Mm -hmm. uh or just stopping where they were and just be like, yeah, this is what we were to accomplish. And if you said, hey, go ahead and like, you know, you fill in the rest of the details, it's gonna look sweet. And I I know that they probably didn't want to just be like, oh yeah, fill in the details and it'll be better. They wanted to do that to show that. But the problem is, well now you're showing a bunch of stuff and doing other things to the thing that you did beyond like and now it it, it gets lost mm-hmm. you can't just add more highlights to the thing why would you do that without telling i yeah so that's that's yeah. my uh, issue with that but like as far as as far as the actual like you know steps and following and, and learning something like i think it's done very well
1: yeah 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 um yeah like, like i said i Uh, I learned something from all three of those painting videos so far. I am glad that series exists. I wish them the best of luck. Um, Overall, overall, as far as whether I recommend Warhammer Plus, um, I think it's worth treating it the way that you treat uh, CBS All Access or Paramount Plus. Uh, (laughs) you, You go in once a year you see okay. the one episode of uh, Star Trek Discovery that they uploaded during that last year and you remember <laughs> to cancel before you get billed again like that's <laughs> I think that's a fair way to do it yeah um, because even even now it's been out they've had kind of 3 weeks worth of releases now and there's still like 3 4 hours of content on there there's like there's like a lazy sunday worth of content on there right yeah, now I
0: watched it today so, because I had a couple hours Mm-hmm. That that's right. that's what I yeah, did because I didn't watch okay. any of it and, and Brent's like hey we should talk about Warhammer Plus I'm like I haven't seen it or any of it and it's like oh yeah. no worries like it, it took me a couple yeah. hours to knock it grab out grab a soda right? pop and knock it out yeah like- literally in- including the um in the, like the tutorials I watched the tutorials on how to play each game which I have some things on that but uh it doesn't really matter
1: those are um, those aren't exclusive those are just on their their regular YouTube channel too
0: which is fine uh and why yeah. I probably I really don't care I. They need to be more in-depth. If you're going to have a section, make it in-depth. Actually teach me how to play, not just the, the kind of like off-the-cuff, oh, yeah, that's fine, rules. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're missing half of them. I can't do that. That's not a proper video. But whatever. that's on their YouTube channel anyway, so I can learn how to yeah. play from uh, Ash.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm uh like that space marine show i got i got some enjoyment out of watching the that yeah um i did the, I, I i've enjoyed the it painting so far series, the i part. think is is good um mm-hmm. but for all of this they just they don't have a library yet they have they have yeah
2: yeah no black they library have an evening's either. worth
1: of entertainment and education for you so come back in six yeah. months a year um you can by then, you can still definitely watch all of their content in a week, and then you can, you know, cancel again and, and come yeah. back in 2024. You know, so.
0: Well, but don't forget the mini that you get for signing. Oh up.
1: come on, Casey, what are, you, what are <laughs> you doing chilling over
0: here? Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, no, actually, what I was going to say is, all of this being said, all the bullshit, I don't pay for this service. It's free. Like, if, if you were already paying for, like, the Warhammer apps, like, if you're paying for Azir, like, uh, the so the Age of Sigmar app or the Warhammer 40,000 app, both of those together was more money than this app is. So they come with this subscription for less money. Therefore, for me, this is free.
1: Yeah, and I got a free minute I've never tried out the app. You know, I thought about downloading it to to really prepare for this episode of Paint Bravely, the
0: podcast. <laughs> but I didn't. Right? So. Couldn't. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> I, mean, I use the... uh, the, the Actually, the Sigmar app's great. Uh, the 40k app is trash. But the Sigmar app, I actually like. They don't have the... Do they have the Sigmar app up
1: now for Warhammer Plus or not?
0: Yeah. It's okay, the same okay. one. Okay. Right. It's just included now. Okay, cool. I'm cool, just saying, cool, cool. for the for the same price, it's you basically are just getting, uh, Warhammer Plus and a model for free. So, I'm so, just yeah, saying, if you that's want... my perspective on it, like it, it actually means nothing because I am not technically paying for
1: it. Yeah, um, that re- that app is like more rule books. So if you want even more rule books that you're not gonna read, oh yeah,
0: I do. You pay basically, I pay downloaded nothing. them. Yeah, well, see, so yeah, because like instead of going and buying the Battle Tome for like fifty bucks. It's like 10 bucks on there and I get a PDF. Uh and it unlocks all of the actual rules in for like the specialty stuff or the uh you know whatever to to build armies with. So I know brent's like w- www.battlescribe.com.net/
1: Battlescribe, Com. Net/ battlescribe okay. is great
0: by the way. <laughs> it is fantastic. And yeah. uh although the the update for Kill Team, the new Kill Team is super confusing. It doesn't make any sense. Oh. Um Yeah, actually, the the compendium book that that, uh, Games Workshop put out makes way more sense than than that does, which is weird. It's not normal. That's super backwards. (laughs) Like, Battlescribe is great, and I have that on my phone, too. Okay, well, you know what, Casey? I think we did it. (laughs) I think, I we, think did we did. Too. I think we got the, there. Um, I think we kind of shit on this whole thing, but also we got into we said some nice got things into an too.
1: Episode. We had uh, we had a topic of the day. We oh, eventually weird. got to the topic of the day. We uh-huh. apologized for the previous couple oh, weeks yeah. worth of episodes. That's true. Um, well, at least
0: last times, yeah.
1: You know, we can't. <laughs> we can't expect that you'll forgive us, but we hope that someday you will. And uh, and we want to thank you so much for watching and giving us oh, another someday. chance.
0: Someday, we're gonna make a true apology video, and we won't. We won't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: one oh, oh, last thing before we close out, one last thing, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, uh, you, you want to talk about the, the 3D printer Kickstarter? Uh, I, I can because the, I the only thing I wanted to mention, so this is the second. There's there are now two 3D printer companies doing Kickstarters for their new printer. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. So so, OK, any cubic out to me uh a long, like a while ago and they're like, hey, on the down low, we got this DLP printer like we will s- legit send you one first. They sent me one. It's super pre-production. It sh- shit you not like it broke. It doesn't work. One of the ribbons completely fell off the board and they're like, can you rewire that? And I'm like, Fuck you know, I cannot. So they're like, "All right, we'll just send you a new one." And this is like this week. Uh I got a message on my Discord server for my Patreon. Uh it was like, "Oh, um so Eligu is coming out with a new printer and doing a Kickstarter. And it's Texas Instruments DLP. It's literally the same exact guts on the inside. So Anycubic nice. and Eligu, back-to-back kickstarters, same printer." Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, we've, it's we've an interesting world.
1: Before, but- yeah the the printer technology is coming along so fast which is awesome yeah but uh, it's coming along <sighs> so fast that i don't know if you really want to kick
0: start it like well so the the way that they explained it to me was like well the reason we're doing this is because uh it's a special printer <laughs> and this is like we have to do this in order to to bring this to market in a in a specific way because it it's not like we can just sell it normally which is like the biggest load of shit I've ever heard. Maybe gave me like a little script to read out for a video. Of course I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, it's like and now Elagu has After the same fucking printer. printer
1: and reconnect the main uh wire Holy ribbon shit. to the motherboard. I've
0: oh uh, I had I've to, opened I had it to like do, five
1: times. I had to do a little bit of surgery on the uh my AnyCubic Mono after I first got it and right. It Cause like one of the things unplugged. I think I need to do it again is reconnect oh the God. ribbon to the, but, but now of course it's all covered in resin. So it's going to be a nastier job, but uh, right.
0: Yeah. And of course, once I reconnected the ribbon, the shit didn't work at all. This is, this is
1: the cost of having cheap technology, cheap, disposable, ever evolving technology. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I'm, I'm what I'm going to do because Elegu also emailed me uh, this morning. And asked, <laughs> uh, weirdly, they're like, hey, uh, we really like your channel. We think that you'd be a good fit for, you know, how they, they do that stuff. They're like, would you like to try our like, legit, I kid you not, like four year old, five year old printer, like one of their first normal Elagoo like one. Like, it, it's like still got some of them around, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I got a I got a Photon S around here. It's like one hundred dollars right now. It's like mm-hmm. the equivalent to that, and I'm just like, no. But can you send me that 6K printer you got? <laughs> so, like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm basically gonna ask them, like, hey, like, uh, AnyCubic sent me their DLP printer. I know you have one, uh, so either, either you can send me that, so I have two. <laughs> um, actually, I was thinking about if I, if I did that, I'd probably just pick which one I liked better, and then do a giveaway for the other one, and just send it to somebody. Cause why not? Um but if if I could convince them to send me their six or eight K printer to do an actual comparison to the, the DLP stuff. Uh I think that did would you, be uh, worth doing. Did you see the
1: the only reason I wanted to talk about this, uh did you see when their Kickstarter is launching?
0: Soon. September September eleventh. Oh yeah. September eleventh. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Uh, oh, I is that okay, that's so, the any cubic one, right? I don't know where the uh, fourteen hundred
1: UTC time uh on September eleventh. I was like, oh no, what? So it's like, like, oh, no, if I plug this in, what time is that going to be? If I, okay, Google, Uh, what time
0: is 1400
1: UTC? See,
0: I saw it at seven or six in the morning. What time was it? It was three hours ahead. So what time is the Kickstarter starting? It was like 10.
1: Uh, In between the third and fourth plane. Yes, 10. 10 a.m. New York time on September 11th, 2021.
0: At the uh, literal 20th anniversary. Yeah with the
1: just, just in, in between the third and fourth plane on the 20th anniversary but um i mean hey never forget you'll you'll remember that's when the that's when that kickstarter launched uh were
0: all right well on that kind of speaking stupid. of
1: apology videos like no i mean <laughs>
0: we're sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you can't just not do business on uh, like multiple days out of the year because bad things happened in history. No, but, no uh, I know. There, there's a little bit uh, of like who are... maybe
0: oh just, just push it, just even push well, it a couple hours it... back. You know exactly, like doing that later afternoon, like something, yeah. or or just the next day, or the day yeah, before. How yeah, about that? You know do it the day before, like September
1: 11th in in like you know. 2020 or 2022 like okay that's a, that's a little yeah, yeah yeah like on the but in, you're just hitting on all cylinders on, on, on this one you can't do on that exactly like to the minute 20th anniversary come check right, out our literally. 6k printer like
0: <laughs> i mean in the uh, scheme of
1: things like all right like yeah like, look
0: i it probably didn't even occur to them honestly yeah like is that i mean come on you know they
1: did. I mean, yeah, I don't but... know, like, like I assume in other countries it is still, like, a well-known historical event.
0: I would think so, but and then again, I so, don't know. So,
1: like, the, the the thing I was trying to compare it to is, like, I know, I know, like, a really bad, like, protest and massacre happened in Tiananmen Square. I don't okay, know sure. exactly yeah. when it happened, but, like, in, in like, popular knowledge, the the name yeah. for that event is the Tiananmen Square massacre and right. at least at least in english the the defining like name the way it is described in the history books is the September 11th attacks and i don't know how that that's, translates that's in point, different countries actually. like right. the, just <laughs> just if you're if yeah. you're typing in like a launch date for your kickstarter september 11th Man, that rings a bell. Why does that like you
0: know, Google that? Why is that nine eleven? Yeah, is like, that no? What? I could I could see that. I could see that as being a, a yeah, a little anyway, bit more not of probably. A, not a huge deal that in this
1: game of things. It's just like no. It's just I, it's just not I am a always great interested time. in PR disasters.
0: <laughs> like I always it 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 tickles me. So I just yeah. Uh, I mean, look, like the if you want to really get into PR in general, like just. How many companies jumped on nine eleven and why it's called nine eleven or September eleventh and the fact that the twin towers are basically an eleven, that that they then can make that into a t shirt is a whole thing on its own. So, like, you want to get dark? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to end like that. we yeah, apologize horrible. for
1: this next episode, but for now we've got to close sorry.
0: It out. <laughs> thank you again for joining us on another episode of paint bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening and we will talk to you next time. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you next time. Also, I I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sick for this episode. I'm sure you've noticed. It actually didn't come across.
1: Um, I'm sorry, too. I don't know exactly what we did this time, but we're sorry. Like just, I'm sorry. Just as you, if you ever need that clip, um, we're sorry. I'm sorry. We're
0: sorry. Maybe we should preemptively make a sorry video and post it just to do it. Yeah, like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have yeah. to say for what. We're just say sorry for last week's unfortunate problematic events, (laughs) like, doesn't even matter what
1: it It is. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Everything seems like a good idea (laughs) at the time. In the moment. um, Uh, In retrospect, we should have known better. uh, We should have been more mature. We're ashamed. Um, Uh And nothing we can say will make it right. Uh, But we're, we want you to know that we're, we're trying. We're we're trying. We are trying. And we're sorry. And um, we hope that you will listen to episode 41. Um, can't be worse than episode 39, so. Probably not.
0: Presumably. Uh, I technically could. I absolutely could. I could have forgotten to turn my camera on. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs>
1: I'm going to shut this down uh, now. <laughs> You know what, Matt, this is for you. We're, we're sorry
0: that's true i i mean honestly if you want to we should make an apology for anybody it's for matt like for the amount of stuff that like we do or like leave spaces in or whatever the case is the amount of noise that i've caused on this microphone for him to have to sit there and edit out is absolutely ridiculous i'm sorry matt that's really
1: brothers All
2: right,
0: I'm, I'm gonna turn off the camera now but we're we're sorry we're yeah sorry. we're
1: sorry